Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. It has been a, it's been a day, it's been a week, it's been a month, it's been something. I'm getting punished for my uh, additional, uh, I don't know, travels, etc. things that I've done, things that I'm, I'm, I'm getting my comeuppance and it's happening. Uh, let me, I, I, I literally, so I think I told you this yesterday, now uh, Muska here in the studio on a Friday afternoon. Um, Dad, how are you, by the way? Uh, I'm I'm well, and Eddie, I, I just can't think of a better thing to do on a Friday. After your 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 mic, you got your mic. Yeah, believe it or not, let's just just unplug it and then replug that bad boy in there. There we go. Hello, 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 hello. hello. There you are. Now you're back. Here. Now you're back. Uh, Eddie, I was just uh, I I sympathize after I I just I I know that I'm speaking for the listeners when I say after a very stressful full week, nothing relaxes people more than an Espanola police blotter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think that, that's an order today. I'm I'm totally good with that. Um, I've been working my ass off today. Uh, I've been trying to fix what I don't understand. Uh, we are getting a brand new computer for the automation. Just as everything else was totally perfect and everything's going great, the we we get a power surge last week because they're building this this bridge across the across the way. So my automation for the entire radio station, like after everything is literally perfect, blows up. Yeah, blows up. And I am rebuilding. And that that's not the problem. The problem is, is tech support will not talk to you unless you have paid for the license. I'm like, well, yeah, I bought the radio station. Yeah, I got a license for the software. No problem. Here's a purchase agreement. Uh, and they're like asking me for a dongle. I'm like, uh, I don't know what that is, but... Uh, I'm sure I have it. Let me look for it. What does it look like? And uh, I said, nope, I don't have a dongle, whatever that is. They said, well, if you don't have a dongle, you don't have the software. So I'm like, I bought the radio station. And then I go to look at the help and the bout and the registration and all that kind of stuff. And and thank you, sir. Appreciate that. We got, oh, cheers, cheers. We got uh, Jim. Jim's, Jim's trying to warm me up over here. Poor Jim. He's He's... Jim, Jim's not, uh, you know, Jim Hammond, host of uh, Spirits of New Mexico. So, anyway, I go to help. I go to look at the about section. Okay, but remember, I'm my own engineer. I'm own everything, right? So I go to the about section. And it says blah 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 company on the web register. I go to look at the register. And it's like it's totally blank. Well, I've never had any problems because I'm a guy who doesn't touch things. I just sort of like let it sit there. I don't touch it. Like if it's broke, if it's if it's not broken, it just sits and I don't move it. And I'm so incredibly fastidious and careful and OCD. Like you would understand that I know where everything is at all time if you were around me for a day. You think like, oh, everything around Eddie is a mess. I'm like, no, 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 it's perfectly organized and he knows exactly where everything is. So I go and I look and I click on the help and I look at the registration. It's like it's blank. And so, you know, I'm talking to tech support. I'm like, it's blank. I don't have, I don't have what you're asking me for. 
I don't have a serial number. I don't have a registration code. I don't have any of these types of things. So I'm like, oh, okay. So she said, you could just pay for the upgrade. I said, well, I haven't had it for this long. I said, okay, I'll pay for the upgrade. It's fine. So, you know, $1,299 later, I pay for the upgrade. And I'm like, uh, ouch. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So figure I'll get a hold of tech support. That was yesterday. Like things are going to go well. So here I am having to monitor the station, like literally run it like levers and pulleys and watch things move from place to place. And I'm kind of like, wow, this is too much. Okay. So I get up this morning and I look at it and we have a full day of recording. Like all day, we have our brand new show. We have Casey Peterson, a brand new show, The Freedom's Family uh, uh, Show. Um, we have, uh, you know, Dinah's now come back on. She's off the cuff. She has her show and then all the rest of our other shows are coming on so in the midst of that i'm trying to like navigate like getting the tech support so i call in i have by 11 o'clock and got no you know calls back from tech support so i'm running the station at the same time that i'm recording that i'm doing you know receiving people and everything else meanwhile the radio station that somehow of all the places in this entire city of albuquerque decided to move right next door to my station and then he tells me, if you didn't take that space, I would have taken that space next to you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, wow. Why does everybody feel like they just feel a need to challenge me? So I was like, okay, that's fine. And, and that didn't that didn't go unnoticed. I'm like, okay. So 11 o'clock, no, no tech support. Oh, then I got a call from tech support. Tech support tells me, you're going to have to buy the full version, including the upgrade. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So uh, here we go. $1,999 later, plus an additional $300 in taxes and $150 for SNH, sh shipping and handling, really. But there's no shipping and handling. It's just something that they charge so that they can go ahead and, you know, access whatever you need. So I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and get this done. We'll be fixed up in a jiffy. I'm not going to think about it. I just know it's going to be done. No. I get the download about 45 minutes ago. It tells me you need to be running Windows 10 or greater. Of course. You need to Windows 10 or greater to go ahead and run the software. I'm like, my gosh. So not only do I not have the software, by the way, they're onto the guy that sold me the stuff. They're like, oh, well, well we're going to go and find him. And uh, I can't believe you didn't have this stuff registered and this is there. Plus, you had to buy a full version. Plus, on top of that, you had the other version. Remember all the other things with the radio station. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of handling it. So I look at this, and I say, okay, well, I finally got the version. So then I called my other, the guy that actually does all that. I said, I, I got to basically upgrade my entire radio station, radio board, radio everything. This is what we've done in the last seven months. And there you go. Boom shakalaka. Uh, I'm getting a new computer as of Monday with Windows 10 just so I could install the brand new scheduling stuff for all of our, you know, listeners or advertisers and everything will be up and running. So there you go. All that blew up because of a power surge of PNM. Power surge came through and that's what I've been working on. Not a fun day. Not a fun day after uh, I guess the computer the computers are pretty cheap nowadays. I don't know if you know this, but you can get a computer for like 900 bucks. I got this one for a little bit over over a thousand with all the uh, things that I needed. I did not get the monitor, get all that, but I just want to make sure it's robust and it's a blade so I could stick it in the rack, so I could put it right in there. So 
There you go, folks. That's where I am at, and that's the day that it's been. It's been the week. It's been the month. Uh, we have to do the election, so um, that's why you were hearing those blips. I kept testing the station while I'm here. I'm like, well, you're going to – I got I to gotta hit the space bar and test that serial port and that serial port. The, the good and the bad is the good is I got the least half of it working for right now. Um, the bad is it's not 100% working, but the good is all of our commercials are – you know, running and they're all in there, etc., etc. There you go. All right, five fifty, fifty-five hundred. Uh, good show yesterday. I got compliments from my mother of all people on that yesterday's show. Um, I want to remind everybody, you know, this week has been a kind of an informal week. I haven't been, you know, soapboxing or anything like that. We've just been sort of working through some of the stuff. Dal's been sending me a flurry of articles. Uh, I know those of you on Rock of Talk Chat have been getting on me we need to get our shows out natalie will now be taking those duties because i will never get around to getting that on top of everything else so natalie uh and jaybird are going to be handling all the uploads oh great great yeah so that'll be a big huge help to uh d dowd muska uh so that he has all that stuff and that's up and running and we'll have geez now i gotta live every night with the, with the two of them breathing down my neck you know where are the uh, notes where no, are the notes no where are the notes <laughs> no one's breathing down anybody <laughs> Uh, so the Espanola police blotter, I do have an interview for hour three, some land commissioner guy or something. Yeah, he called me. Joshua James, the constitutionalist, the sheriff guy. I think he placed third and fourth or fourth and fifth. I forget how many people were running for uh, for sheriff, but um, there you go. So they'll be coming in hour three. So that's, that's exciting. Oh, my gosh, Teddy, having a business, such a large expense and a lot of headaches. So glad you can work through work for yourself, though. Yes, well, I got to. Got to do it myself. There are advantages with with the liabilities. <laughs> there yeah, are. Well, you got to do that. Let's see. Uh, Dinah's hilarious poet. You two have broadcasting signature. I learned today that multi-billion-dollar companies oftentimes have reprehensible buying practices firsthand. I'm not sure what that's about. So there you go. Okay. Um, speaking of CEOs of companies, uh, Dowd, I sent you a flurry of text. Please. Oh, uh, apparently Jeff Candelari. Wait, you know what? <clears throat> Straight talk with Jeffrey Candelaria, uh, with Jeffrey Candelaria featuring uh, Jeffrey Candelaria. Produced by Jeff- Jeffrey Candelaria. Like to mention right now, he just gave me a live text just now. Jeffrey Candelaria of Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria uh, wanted me to please mention Straight Talk moving to Saturdays, 9 to 10 a.m. with uh, Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. How, how okay. you like that, Good to know. Good to know. All right. Just want to be sure. <laughs> that is true. Is Jeff's a good guy. I like him. Um, I think I counted, uh, he only uh, plugged his own show on his own show, I think 15 times today. He's he's reducing slightly, a little bit, little bit by little bit. But, and he did talk about art as well today, so that was very interesting. So he runs a good show. He runs a tight ship. you got to re- be responsive to Jeffrey. He's uh, kind of, um, uh, okay, so Virgin Galactic. Doubt I sent you a flurry of texts on that, so... Yes. Not sure if you were able to investigate uh, any and all of that, but I believe that the uh, head cheese, the the main dude, is uh, is he really gone? I didn't I didn't even get a chance to read these articles. Is he resigning from Virgin Galactic? 
Yeah, uh, he he was uh, he goes back, I guess, all the way to 1997. He's been one of Richard Branson's top guys for the Virgin Group, uh, and he is was speaking Wednesday about his career under Branson's wing. Uh, let's see, he joined Virgin Rail in '97, and then became co-chair of Virgin Trains and then chair of Virgin Galactic. Uh, he previously led Virgin Space Units to their SPAC-assisted IPOs. That was the uh, Virgin Galactic went public, Virgin Orbit went public last month. He left Virgin to join a space tech investment firm. Uh, more and more people. I, I, I have a list, Eddie, of, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I have been spending the last, I've been spending the last probably eight months searching my files on all my Branson and Spaceport America material to put in one form so I can think about it, uh, uh, so I can concentrate on it. And I'm compiling the number of executives who are no longer with uh, Virgin Galactic, uh, and I'm going to be contacting them moving forward about, you know, now that you've, maybe your your non-disclosure agreement is over, you know, why why did you desert the ship? Uh, and it looks like another one of uh, Virgin, uh, Branson's top people uh, is going over to this space investment firm that is not part of the Virgin Group. That was announced earlier this week. So I guess not huge news, but um, another, another little uh, rodent getting off the Getting on, jump, jumping off the deck and going to uh, dry land, hopefully where there's a lot of nice things to eat. Uh, no, no, no longer part of uh, Branson's uh, Branson's boondoggle. I was also Eddie. Tomorrow will be 11 months exactly from Branson's flight. I am preparing a one-year anniversary oh, uh, July 11th uh, analysis for RockofTalk.chat, and I'm going to look back at all the things that were said by Las Cruces area business leaders by New Mexico elected officials and by very, very stupid reporters about how the future is now in New Mexico. And we've got a whole year and nothing's happened. I did talk to Rebecca Dow. Uh, ah. so, yeah. She uh, basically stated that she wanted to invite me uh, down to Southern New Mexico to go ahead and, and do a tour. And then, <laughs> then she said, how about I also invite Paul guessing? And I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna love this i'm like i'm like uh paul guessing like why do i want to go there i said i'm gonna take dowd with me dowd is going down with me for a personal tour uh to go look at uh, spaceport america so uh there you are dowd I, I got us our little field trip she will not be accommodating us it will be us uh you and i solo um uh down there for a uh, day trip down to Virgin Galactic. And, uh, don't, uh, don't forget, folks, uh, we are still awaiting the rescheduling of the open house that was canceled oh, a few yeah. days a few days after Eddie Aragon said he would be live streaming from that event down in Sierra <laughs> County. And then uh, there was some high winds that day, so they canceled the yeah. whole open house. High winds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, e even though the majority of the people attending were going to be driving, I, yes, some people were going to be flying in, but the vast majority of people were going to be flying. They canceled the entire event just about 72 hours after yeah. Eddie Aragon said he was going to be live streaming. I, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, no, no announcement on when the open house for 2022 has been rescheduled. I've seen nothing on that. <clears throat> I'm drinking some spine drift sparkling water brought by. Nice. Amazon. Nice. I don't know what this Okay, so um, so not Richard Branson. Richard Branson is not leaving. He's still no. with the, he's still with the ship, huh? <laughs> a minority owner. <laughs> a minority. Patrick McCall is the one who has left. Yes. Uh, Rebecca Dow actually sent out an email today saying uh, congratulations to Mark Ronchetti. Wow! Wow! And did you? And I I mentioned yesterday Jay Block. You know, 
trying to kiss Ron Ketty's ass. Uh, yep. Take it back, Mark. We need this, baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was like lambasting his uh, political. I haven't seen the Ethel Maharge uh, yeah. you know, endorsement yet. Well, well she runs be... a pretty tight PR shop. We should we should be getting that message anytime. <laughs> will that be anytime soon? Will she be Will she be communicating that in Spanish? I would like to know that uh, Ethel. Will you be? She can t- remember. She can speak to hundred percent of New Mexico. That's the edge she has. What do I bring to the gubernatorial race? I bring the fact that I can speak to everybody. Because apparently there's people who don't speak English in the state of New Mexico. Apparently. I always thought of English should be the official language of the state of New Mexico as well as the rest of the country. Um, but, hey, well, call me crazy. Call me crazy. We didn't want to do that. And now look at look at, look at where our country is. Look at where our state is. So um, we'll get to that. So the Española blotter, uh, Dowd. You had a, a great story uh, talking about um, Stephen Michael Quesada. Hey, Gomi. What's going on? How come? <laughs> she got the strong endorsements now. She came real strong. Real fuerte. We're bringing it. No, we're bringing, we're bringing the besties. Yeah, George Lopez. No, he's coming. He's coming to Albuquerque. He's going to endorse my wife. Esposa. She's hot. Look at her. Look at her ass. She's hot, baby. But it is. Joker always, Joker always scores the finest chicks, bro. Orale. And then uh, and then Bob Odenkirk, he jumped in too. Better call Eloy. No, Saul. I always say Eloy. I don't know why. Eloy, Saul, it's all the same to me, no. But I endorsed and nothing happened. So what What? What happened, huh? Esposa. Why didn't we win? We had the, the the white boy and the um the man who got a heart from his wife, the ex the ex wife, ex esposa, and then then he, and then he left her. George Lopez, he like left her on the on the aisle. Remember that? He's a mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, George yeah, Lopez yeah. is one of the worst guys there is. A disgusting individual. He Just... is he is lit on the bottom of my shoe. There's some stuff I can scrape off of. Yep, yep. Well, the yep. stuff I scrape off, I I literally toss it to the side of that. And yes, that's where George Lopez is. He's over where all yes. the trash. I don't even get to scrape him off the, the bottom of my shoe. He's so he's he's a disgust. He literally might be the most disgusting. Uh, uh, oh, ill repute. I think comedian celebrity out there. And yeah, he's he's near the top. It, yeah, I, I can't think of anybody that I dislike more than George Lopez. I've never liked him. And I like, uh, I, by and large, I like I like Hispanics. I like my people. <laughs> But I don't like George Lopez. He's a bad dude. Uh, Wait, for he, the, did, he did his he did his wife dirty, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Very dirty. Both I did not put an image. <laughs> I did not put an image of him mimicking urinating on Donald Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He had a water bottle, and he famously a number of years ago was uh, mimicking urinating all over Donald Trump uh, on the uh, for, in front, out in front of the theater there. Although I did put in something that may trigger some of our Trump fans: uh, Lopez's picture of El Chapo holding. Uh, Trump's severed head while he's standing on a pile of skulls at the border uh, saying, funny. make George Lopez yeah. is funny. hilarious. Look at, him. Look at all that great comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a multi-talented individual. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is how, how much worse could it be? <laughs> well, you know, Eddie, I'm and the listeners know I'm not a political guy, but this one, no, no, no. this is my final postscript on the primary. I will not be writing about the primary anymore for the rest of my life. You no, will never hear from me. The best postscript story. 
maybe ever in <laughs> history. Like, it, 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 it is. <laughs> we brought Jorge Lopez and nothing happened. Because I, the, the tie-in here is the worst cor- corporate welfare, the most the most expensive corporate welfare that you have ever funded as a New Mexican, uh, Mr. and Mrs. New Mexico, the, uh, the Hollywood welfare, which makes Spaceport America look like a drop in the bucket. Uh, we are giving these people the base sum every year. It starts... At 110 million, and then it goes up from there because there's all kinds of other subsidies too. That's uh, change. I got a, a text the other day, and I'm not even in the 26th House District of the great state of New Mexico. I'm in a nearby district, but I'm not in this district. Saying, "Hey, check out Charisse uh, uh, Quezada. She's 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 uh, got in, been endorsed Charisse. by George George Lopez." It's- get this wrong you know i'm gonna get it wrong uh and i and i thought okay well i'm not in this district why am i getting this and and what george really the george lopez that that horrible horrible unf- he was never even that great a comedian before he became a pol- political comedian uh i might eddie i might correct you from my perspective Patton oswald might be a worse human being in terms of a comedian in, in hollywood than, okay. than than george lopez um Yes, I, so I said, well, why am I getting this from this candidate? I'm not even, I think they were just doing a massive text broadcast. Uh, they didn't get their, their numbers right. I don't, I'm not in the zip code of that district, but I got it. So I, I said, hey, Quisada, what, Quisada, that's, is that Gomi? What, is something to do with Gomi? My, my, my good friend Gomi? So I go over to the website, and uh, Ms. Quesada, I, Mrs. Quesada, the, uh, the wife of our uh, beloved yeah, Stephen Michael, not only is she endorsed by George Lopez, she's endorsed by Bob Odenkirk. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, I mean, this is New Mexico. This is Hollywood. What do they call it? Tamalewood, Chilewood. Uh, and everybody gets, uh, you know, all you have to do is just mention your association with, with uh, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. I mean, that's going to get you over the or top. When, or when uh, Bob Odenkirk was uh, Porno Gill. And, uh, <laughs> your, 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 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> your favorite, yes, yes, indeed. Um, my, my favorite Ladies and gentlemen, if you go online and look for Drug Achusets, Mr. Show, uh, where they did a takeoff on Sid and Marty Croft, uh, him and David Cross, who's another horrible comedian, by the way. But anyway, for the record, Odenkirk, talented actor, funny comedic writer, funny comedic uh, performer, but let's face it, he's part of the uh, come to the land of enchantment and loot the poor people here for your own benefit because he's been part of the Breaking Bad universe for all these years. And, of course, Lopez, who was uh, arrested in Las Cruces for assault and battery a number of years ago, wow. uh, he's, come, he's come to the state on two occasions to make films Lopez, and collect a check. Lopez got uh, arrested in Las Lopez, Cruces. yeah, he did. Uh, I think he had to do, I don't know, it was community service and a fine or something. Uh, a, a MAGA person uh, triggered him at the Hooters. Uh, this is back in 2018. Very little coverage. The media has not covered this very much uh, in New Mexico. Oh, please cover it. Please cover no, it. No. And, yeah. uh, but anyway, these two movies he made here were complete bombs. They didn't make any money, but he, he collected a check because, of course, every time you, you incur any costs in New Mexico, you get a taxpayer rebate for any production costs you do here in New Mexico. I don't, I don't know why a far from thriving state would want to give money to one of the most affluent people in the world, Southern California, the movie and television production industry. But anyway, so Bob Odenkirk and, and, and I believe it, they even made out the robocalls. They, they recorded these messages wow. for uh, Ms. or Mrs. Uh, Quesada. So the mistake I she made. I got a copy of the robocall. I, I think oh. I got it. You do. This is George Lopez, and I want you to vote for my good friend, Charisse Quesada. Her husband is Joker, County Commission guy number two. Dos. I may have got arrested in Las Cruces, but that's okay. I hate Trump. Hate Trump with me. 
That's all that matters. <laughs> yes, he, he's a dyed-in-the-wool Trump uh, hater. I think he said something like, "We." Sh-, and then at one point, Eddie uh, Breitbart had he said we should de- be deporting cops, not just de- not just defunding cops, but we should be deporting cops uh, over the last couple of years when crime has been completely out of control. And the Wall Street Journal has its cover story today: uh, "Rural America Crime, Not Just in the Cities." We've been focused so much on the cities. Uh, rural America suffering from a plague of crime as well. So good, good George is uh, he wants to deport our cops. All right, so uh, uh, the candidate's Quezada, uh, don't forget, folks, you know, you're paying the salary of uh, Gomi. He's on the uh, county commission of Bernalillo County now, uh, and his Twitter account, instead of having a nice Bernalillo County logo, has a picture of him and George Lopez. So that's uh, something to love. All right, so she, she runs for the 26th House District. Why is she running for the 26th House District? Because the incumbent, uh, Georgine Lewis, got busted for DWI a couple months ago, and she she is stepping aside. Now, the big problem that uh, Ms. Quesada made was that she she's running for this open seat against a fellow Democrat by the name of Eleanor Chavez. Uh, She is a uh, a union thug, a Marxist agitator who has been arrested for uh, a number of protests. Uh, The most recent arrest for her had something to do with, uh, oh, Donald Trump's uh, separating children from their families at the border. She was getting uh, arrested for that. She's like a a leftist hero then. And she's a former state House member, House rep as well. So she just wants to go back to what she was doing, spending your money. So it, it, it occurred to me, I mean, interesting fight here. You've got union agitator, kind of more old-school New Mexico versus Hollywood New Mexico, and you've got these two huge endorsements. And, Eddie, Better Call Saul is, in terms of the buzz in America on a television show, other than maybe Yellowstone, the reviews, the ratings, Better Call Saul, we only have, what, five or six episodes left now that the second half Uh, of the final season? I've never watched an episode. Oh, okay. Uh, there's nothing cooler right now than Better Call Saul in, in terms of Amer- North American television. So uh, Odenkirk doesn't, didn't really translate his hip power uh, and, and Lopez's hip power. Uh, they're the one they endorsed. The Hispanics and the people in New Mexico, they don't watch that stuff. <sighs> she got only 31.7% uh, of the vote on Tuesday. Hollywood did not deliver nice for job. this candidate. And listen, I, yeah, I'm not political, but I her high school stories. They know where she went. They know who she used to go around with. That's right. with. Go with yes. uh, the, the fast crowd. Yes. That guy over there. He's a <laughs> he's but um, I hate you know I hate Hollywood because of their politics and their ideology. But I hate them even more because they are stealing from the people of New Mexico who should be allowed to keep their own damn money because we need to finally bring some wealth and prosperity to this state. I did a quick look at uh, the current gas price in our state. If we stopped funding, Eddie, uh, if we stopped funding Hollywood at that base amount of $110 million a year, which again, it goes up, that's just the base amount. We start every year on January 1st, we start with $110 million uh, uh, subsidy and it goes up from there. We could pay for two complete gasoline fill-ups uh, for every New Mexico household. Uh, if, you know, I just was playing with the numbers and stuff. And stuff. So maybe, and I ended the piece here, uh, available at rockoftalk.chat, but you must subscribe. At a time of runaway inflation, persistent unemployment, and credible concerns about an impending recession, perhaps highlighting Santa Fe's costliest corporate welfare scheme was an unsound campaign tactic. Just my thought. <clears throat> there you go. Find it all directly at uh, rockoftalk.chat. There you go. I, I see the conservative Mexican likes to be funny, too. He knows funny. Funny George <laughs> Lopez does not know funny. Um, no. No, no.
You think uh, you think Quesada and his and the esposas out the chante having a good time? Mm-hmm. I know Tim uh, Keller was uh, Tim the other night. They tweeted out Odenkirk uh, with the very lovely Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. Wait, um, is Rhea blonde? She's blonde. Good, good-looking woman. That's the only reason I know Better Call Saul because I actually looked at the screen a second time. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Pretty, pretty girl. No, uh, they were doing improv the other week in in, in downtown uh, Albuquerque, oh. and the mayor showed up. And uh, Mister Mister Odenkirk himself tweeted out a picture of him with the mayor, and uh, and of course uh, Patrick oh, Fabian, nice. the completely oh, loathsome Patrick Fabian, is there. I, I've exposed him before. He, he just he was just killed on the show. Uh, I, I, I probably spoiled it for a lot of people. He's oh, wearing, dude. of course, his. New Mexico United Meow Wolf jersey during the improv. So uh, I guess uh, no, 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 no alternate uh, thoughts are allowed in the Albuquerque, New Mexico political culture here. We're we're all in to get we're all in this together, Eddie. Which kind of explains where you and I are. Uh, it's it's a club, and we're not. In it. <laughs> I'm proud no, to not I, be in I, it. I, I'm in it, but they ain't in my club. I mean, That's those, right. We got our own club. We, we got a better club than those uh, a holes all day long. I mean, I want to be in a. a club with keller and odenkirk and Kisada and all the woke ass broke ass stuff but remember they're only spending your money folks they haven't made their own money honestly did gomi make his own money did did any of this i mean they were like on this failed comedic team in downtown albuquerque like at one in the morning on a saturday that played after saturday night live and nobody paid attention to him we had a little bit of a good break and he played a partner got the part and the rest is history now you think that you know he's basically you know invented the catholic church in the state of new mexico <laughs> it's just all stupid i'm, I'm just sick about uh, what passes for culture this is culture in albuquerque That's oh and for, uh, last uh, before i let this one go oh, yeah. uh, odenkirk recently retweeted oh, yeah. uh, odenkirk's not a very political guy not no. that much overtly overtly he recently retweeted a uh, a tweet from uh, our own hank schrader of course the actor dean norris uh, who you mean, played the- you mean dean norris the very uh, dean norris that i threw out of the kiva when i didn't know who the hell he was and he's uh, all the free stuff He's been tweeting about how uh, important gun control is now, and Odenkirk, the guy you funded, uh, is retweeting the tweets of another guy you funded in New Mexico, Dean Norris. So uh, let's just keep funding rich people, making them even richer, and then enabling them to push a left-wing agenda, because that's how New Mexico does economic development. Oh, please leave, Odenkirk. <sighs> leave Dean Norris. Leave Quesada. You guys can all leave. You know, you know, I'll never get mentioned, I'll never get talked about, but a majority of New Mexico actually feels like this. We're like sick of being I wish. I wish like that we are at the edge of the apocalypse. No, seriously. I've I, I was talking to one of my best friends last night and uh, he was telling me how he and he's one of the biggest Odenkirk fans that there is, but he can't watch Better Call Saul. Interesting. Yeah, he's a Mr. Uh, Mr. Show guy. Is that what you Of mean? course. Yeah, Mr. Show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yep, and yep. he's very intelligent. He's one of the smartest guys. And, and Eddie, uh, th- yep. I will be watching this. I suspect the Ronchetti campaign will not be picking this up because they don't, you know, it's going to be a close race either way. No mistakes. But- it's, it's, we're for, it's a no mistakes campaign, baby. They, they'll pop out when they need to at the right time and after everything has been orchestrated and set up perfectly. There's going to be no mistake. We, we cannot let our man get harmed in any way, shape, or form. We are going to, you remember, you see those egg crates where people have those contests that drop it from five stories and it's, you know, created by a bunch of toothpicks and all Like, we have to engineer the best egg crate possible. Like, all right, but imagine this as an ad, okay? okay right. Mark Ronchetti at a gas station. He walks up to you, the, faces the camera. We are getting killed 
with gasoline. I've got a story later in the show. I'm going to tell people about how there was no bread at my sandwich shop today because the bakery can't can't hire any employees and they can't make deliveries. It's, it's oh, insane. Um, the the uh, Ronchetti looks at the camera and or he looks at a mother, you know, with a baby under one arm and a tr- messing with a stroller and trying to fill up and then looking at the looking at the debit card or the credit card and and I just we can't do this anymore and Ron Ketty says, "You know what would make uh, uh, life a lot easier for New Mexicans? If we stopped giving 110 million dollars to Hollywood every year and maybe use some of that money to cut our gas tax or gave poor people gas vouchers." I mean, I don't care what the actual policy is, but contrast subsidizing Hollywood with struggling real people at the gas pump. Now, he's not going to do it because Republicans are gutless on Hollywood. They've always been gutless on, on Hollywood in this state. But, well, you said I, Steve I, Pierce was for Hollywood, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. watch but, but anyway, I don't – listen, Eddie, I think that would be a great ad to draw that contrast. You know, we are subsidizing millionaires and billionaires while regular New Mexicans can't afford gas. McCleskey, yeah. if you're listening, cut that ad. Cut that ad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. No, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. All right, take a quick break, bring it back. Uh, let's hear about the story. Hey, you got no bread, man. We'll do that uh, with Dad Musk when we return for you. A little Led Zeppelin, a little rock and roll. Hopefully you're rocking it out there, whatever you're doing. It's just like, listen to that. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. Some good music uh, out there for a Friday afternoon. Warming up, uh, not so chilly anymore. I mean, we are headlong into a uh, summer warming trend, and it's not even summer yet, so there we are. We've got lots uh, coming your way. Time to uh, let the dogs out and go swim in the the river. How deep is the river, the canals? Is there any water out there? Uh, If you you know what you're doing in Corrales, you can find some some watery watery spots. Uh, Saturday is usually swimming hole day for me and the girls, so I'm getting geared up for that tomorrow. Good, yeah. Well, they need to cool off. It's going to be going to be a hot one uh no bread at the local sandwich <laughs> shop. what what's this all about uh every friday and and uh, go to monroe's ladies and gentlemen go to taco tote we have some of the best restaurants in in uh in, in our advertisers some of the wait, best wait, restaurants can i stop you there can i stop you there let me tell you about the greatest commercial in the history of this station and maybe any station like Good. I love this commercial. I repeat it, it, it. You know, there's a lot of commercials I like to throw into the rotation. You know, these guys are getting like I don't know, 15, 20 different commercials throughout the day. Like every hour and a half, you get their commercial. Our, our advertisers are we we spoil them. We give them as many commercials that and we don't count them. It's like oh, we're gonna get charged for this next to the best program. Like no, we don't do that. Just listen to this wonderful commercial. It it is my favorite commercial. If I was gonna do a commercial. To just showcase what I'm doing, I would wouldn't talk about what I'm doing. I would just talk about just how amazingly great it is. Like this is the best commercial there is. Monroe's Restaurant on Osuna, east of San Mateo and on 4th and Mountain. You're never going to find a better commercial than that. All it says is eat at Monroe's. <laughs> the, the, fr- the first time I heard that, I thought, what is going on? But I love that ad now. <laughs> it's my favorite ad. I, it grows on you. Yeah. It is the best place. And then, ooh, sing it. 
like, yes, I'm going to go to eat it. You know, it's just about everything. It's, it's in, like, you know, when, when you're finally, uh, you know, done, like of all the greatest things that we ever did, we made a lot of great food, but we made the best commercial of all time <laughs> that actually supported, like, the, the, the food is as good as the commercial. The commercial is as good, well, dare I say, better than the food. I think it's everyone's favorite commercial. It's, uh, yeah. I was shocked. And, and I was initially shocked, but I, I love it. I love it. No, I, I have a little sandwich shop around the corner here that I uh, uh, up here near the I twenty five studios near where I live, and it's owned by a family. Which you know, growing up in a family business where you're waiting on customers and trying not to kill each other and trying to get the product out, you know, I, I have a lot of sympathy for these folks, and uh, uh, I'm madly in love with their daughter too, who's way too young for me anyway, so it's not even an issue. Uh, but I. Got really friendly with these people, and I go, I go in every Friday, and they, uh, I always get a chicken sandwich, and they call me Chicken Man. And the owner is the man who told me last week when he was getting his haircut that the barber told him that the gubernatorial nominee should be Eddie Aragon. Uh, he was very ple- pleased to tell me tell me that story. So I walk in, and they say, "Oh, oh, oh, Chicken Man, Chicken Man, we got a big problem today. We have no bread." Uh, and we so we're gonna have to do something else with you. We're gonna have to put put it on wheat or rye or. Uh, and I, I said, nope. What? I mean, this is supply chain issues. I mean, I know these kind of things are happening. They said that the bakery that they uh, get deliveries from, they have so few employees that they they can't keep up with orders and they cannot Dang. make deliveries. Uh, to the restaurants, and I guess you know when you're a bakery and you supply restaurants, it's the it's kind of important to actually get your product to the restaurant for the people who want to want to buy these things. Um, they told me the restaurant. I, I won't say them because you know in this current climate, but they said for the last three days, the restaurant itself, the, the husband, and the wife, have had uh, their main cook there, who's who's a full time worker, and none of their other staff have showed up at all. They had a new hire come. Uh, they hired someone. And then the first day he was supposed to start this week, he didn't show up. They have had the wife's mother and father. And Eddie, these people are my parents' age, but let me tell you, I've, I've met them and I observed them. They are not in my parents' uh, orchard work everyday shape. Uh, these these are not young people. And I don't know that they're in all, you know, I don't know how their health is. They've had to have grandma and grandpa come in. And for the first time in my life, I I just felt so bad for these people. They, 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 did the chicken sandwich in a tortilla for me, and they and they said, oh, that, "Well, we didn't." We didn't he said, "Well, you, you know, chicken man, you don't look like uh, you know." We didn't. We thought you didn't really look like a tortilla guy. And I said, "Just, I, I, I'm the whitest man in New Mexico. I will admit to that. I will cop to that. But just don't assume that you know all doors are closed just because you're super, super white." So I damn well had the tortilla uh, instead of the rye or or whatever else they were. Wheat. Oh God. So anyway, um, for the first time in my life, Eddie, I offered a business. I offered to work for free for a business. I gave them my contact information. I said, you know, I'm with the dogs in the morning and then I'm, I work all day and all night. But if you need me, to, I have a pickup truck. I have a Toyota pickup truck. I always, I've always owned pickup trucks ever since I started owning cars. Uh, if you just need me in a pinch to go over and make, you know, just pick up some damn bread for you or pick up some damn ketchup for you, if it, things are getting that bad, uh, here's my number, here's the email, and just let me know. I do have other than the show, I have kind of a flexible schedule if I need to move things around. Uh, these people are really hurting, Eddie. They had to, re- they re- at least, I go right before they close on Fridays. The, the last half hour, they turned two or three customers away who, you know, wanted whatever sandwich they wanted and didn't want to have uh, no bread or a tortilla or whatever. These people are losing customers because their bakery can't supply them because their bakery doesn't have the workers. I mean, it's crazy out there. Uh, I don't think things are getting better. Things are getting worse. Ha, 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 ha,
<laughs> yep, yep. Maybe, maybe. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. Ooh. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh, la, da, I'm taking it next semester, and I know why. Why, man? I was gonna go to court yeah. before I got high. Uh, I was gonna pay my child support, but, but then I got high. That's right. Always an excuse. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. There you go. It's, it's all right there, folks. I mean, I don't even know what else do you, you want to say. It's a, why, why can't I operate a business? Because you keep having to, you know, hire these folks. <laughs> there's nothing else to say, Dowd. Uh, uh, I'll just let, let you come over the top of that. But uh, there's a salute. I know the culture in New Mexico. We just had a record-breaking month of May. $39 million on pot. Everyone's staying home with a check. A lot of stimmy checks can be paid for that. Rent is still going to be taking. Are we still under that where the, everyone can uh, get their rent taken care of? I think of? you have to go to the diversion program right now, which is sort of like a halfway measure to eventually, uh, eventually oh, bring will, bring things they back will to work normal. Hard for that excuse. Whatever you know, when you work at a bakery, wake and bake means uh, you wake up and you go to work, uh, not the traditional wake and bake. I, you know, I'm just I'm just want to throw that out there. Have you ever seen how hard people work to get on disability? Like they will literally cross, you know. Yep, yep. They'll climb Mount Everest if it means yep. that they can get like disability. Whatever my back, my back. Uh, uh, I've been to all these doctors. They can't, they can't figure it out. Uh, Something with my back. Can't work. Can't work. And then, and then, you know, they can ride their Harleys. They can uh, definitely ride their Harleys. They can be out there. And then they all got their little, you know, canes roaming around. They're like. 35-year-old dudes with canes. I'm like, yep, yep. what's going on over here? Uh, Eddie, my favorite disability story of all time as it relates to uh, the leeches in the public sector, a woman went on disability. I think she worked for the Department of Corrections of the state of Connecticut. The investigative unit found that she was playing semi-pro female professional football ah, while she was out on disability. Mm, disability. Yeah. <laughs> so many disabilities. Um, there you go. So I happen to think it has, you know, there's, Nobody even puts help wanted signs up anywhere. Everyone thinks they're fully employed because, you know, they don't want your help because you want to show up for a day or two. I, I was literally just talking to one of our advertisers and he hired one of his family members. And after two, okay, just hear me out. I know. It's like his own daughter is taking advantage of him after two days and saying that she couldn't come into work for the rest of the week. The COVID mask. You're COVID masking out there and you say, well, oh, I'm afraid of getting COVID or I had COVID or hey, my Nana, she had COVID. She died. I'm afraid. It's real. It's spooky. 
crazy. The COVID out there, it's going to get you, don't you know? Joe Biden's going to take care of us. Like, these stupid people, okay, will ruin your business. Don't give them an interview. Don't talk to them. Don't look in their general direction. He didn't want to interview me. I was ready to work. Does he know I was coming with my tools and everything? I was bringing all of it. But he didn't want to interview me because he's racist. We're going to march it. They'll spend all the time marching in front of his business. They'll sure. spend all the time, like, you know, saying that he's, you know, not going to hire them. But then they'll say, oh, I was looking for a job. I couldn't get a job. They didn't want to hire me. Nobody wants to work, folks. Exactly the number that I'm showing you right there on rockoftalk.tv want to work. Nobody wants to work. The reason why I don't hire people to do everything myself is because I'm ready to kill somebody after three days. <laughs> Either because of intelligence yes, yes, yes. or because of their just sheer ineptitude in life. Like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Can't you get anything done? I almost feel like, oh, do you want me to walk, walk to the restroom and help you wipe your ass? I mean, I almost feel that way. Like, oh, what's that? What? I'm sorry. Uh, can you do it? Did I tell you about, I told you, I haven't told you a story about my kids. Have I told you a story about my kids about when we go, we went to go hit balls the other night. So I'll show them how it's done. I don't even know if you, what you think of this. I'll show them how it's done. I'll say, hey, I'll give them a whole process. I said, line it, step back. Now I used to be a punter and a kicker. So I said, take three steps back, line up, point to where you want to go to, go to the ball, rotate the club, stand to the right, spread out, set, pull back, hit, okay? Like these kids got a little regimen in all of about 20 seconds about how to approach a golf shot, okay? Then they basically do it. And then what do I do? And it's the greatest thing in the world. The greatest thing that a kid can have is a sibling, a brother or a sister, to either show them how to do something, either make them incentivized. My sister, I think, excels in, in life and what she does, does because I was so excessively good at everything I did. Like, Eddie, whatever Eddie did, it was the best, right? I, if, I, if it was something, I, w- I would win or I did it the best or somebody would look to me. It was like, my sister at some point probably just got pissed off. <laughs> I've got to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, my mother says when we were raising my, my, her grandson, my nephew, he's an only child. And my mother is an only child herself. And she always said about me, I was the third. You know, they stopped with protect, perfection after, after my sisters uh, when they got me. And she said, <laughs> he, you know, one, you. Of the, one of the reasons we don't, one of the reasons he's so checked out, in addition to his 199 IQ and his little Asperger stuff, is she said, you were the baby, and all you did was watch your sisters set the table, put their jackets on before they went out. And so, so she said, you didn't really need to learn any of that stuff because you just observed them. So I think, I think you're really onto something. Yeah. So, okay, so I make the kids. So I don't want to – I'm not going to spend the extra work. I, the older one loves to direct. He loves to lead, right? The older one loves and the younger one likes to also be bossy, but he just likes to just, he has his own style. Everything is oh, like, he does. It's like an entertainment center. Like when he yes. looks right? like whatever he does. <laughs> that so young man is a unique individual. <laughs> I make them train each other. And one will it repeat, because the, the, the best way for you to learn anything is for you to teach it to somebody else. It's not by doing. Yep. Just understand this. If you actually are have the presence of mind that you have to ha- uh, communicate something to somebody else, and tell people what it is, then you will end up being better at that thing. Because one, 
A, just by sheer necessity, you have to lead. Two, B, what? If you don't know what you're doing, you can't teach it. Right. And the person below you, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to get supplanted by that person. So you always have to be one up and be better. And that's how you move crowds. That's how you move people. You know, I think that's important. When someone says, I think some, somebody wrote to us, I don't even know said, Eddie, you'd be the best campaign manager consultant uh, west of the Mississippi or something like that. It's like, yeah, because I went out and I did it myself. I didn't hire somebody to do it for me. And plus I've been doing it for X amount of years. If I, I think, Aside from Jay McCluskey, I'm probably the one person who can probably, like, like, if you don't recognize Jay as the best, at least listen to me. And if we tell you you're not coachable, it's because you're not coachable. <laughs> like, honestly, like, learn how to run a campaign. And we always learn something even from this. You know, we learn it, uh, what happens when you don't work that hard. We learn what happens when you regurgitate, uh, you know, campaign signs. I'm still beside myself, uh, be quite honest out in terms of the fact that we still have the same exact candidates that we had in 2020 that we have in 2022 the only reason why i want to go ahead and you know run for uh state party chairman for the republican party oh there i said it sorry uh just fell out of my mouth the only reason why i want to do is because i could do everything from right here in the radio station and help direct and lead and message and market and you know lead the way because honestly i, I mean these people are stepping all over themselves and it is it absolutely is. And we're tired of losing. And I know you and I and the rest of I mean, Dowd would like to do policy until the end of time. But if he can't implement one of these policies, you know, he, he's going to feel pretty bad if he doesn't get somebody elected. So and for me, if I have to read another policy that I know that will work, that uh, we can't implement because because we can't execute on a campaign, then what's the purpose of me doing what I'm doing? Dowd and I are like on opposite ends of the earth, but we're trying to achieve the very same thing. And we need to improve uh, this city, this county, this state, this everything. I mean, what we're left with is not good, and I'm tired of people moving away. We'll hit the top of the hour news, uh, hour two, just for you, me, and uh, the crew, actually, just uh, out Moscow. We'll do a little Espanola police water, I think, to kick things off. how that be uh, here for hour two? Right here in the Sweet. Key, 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm the Rock of Talk. Dot com. 500 here in the Kiva. Oh, we're going to have some fun here in this uh, hour, too. Yes, I, I think I'm liking Friday afternoons. You might find me to be a little bit looser lately. It's just because, you know, I'm, we're, we're done with these primaries and I'm taking care about a lot of stuff um you know we've got we've been right on just about every single thing including the elections yes we predicted oh, did anybody need to predict that stuff to see any of that stuff go out and then dow just on his policy stuff i mean the guy is just nails that we get to give him a little you know not have to have him work uh, as hard uh, please support him directly at rockoftalk.chat please like every dollar goes into his pocket make sure that you grow that pot um i'm not happy no, we're not pot growers, but we do want to grow that pot. And that, of course, will be the one thing that will help uh, him keep him uh, the brilliance of a 199 IQ and then some uh, here in the Kiva. That be, uh, <laughs> That's the nephew, the nephew. Oh, the nephew. I don't know. I'm, uh, one, I'm around 140. I'm, uh, I'm top oh. 1%. He's top okay. one-tenth of 1%. How <laughs> do I take one of those? I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah, they did it in school for me, but I don't. Uh, where would a grown adult do it? I don't know. 
Oh. Mensa? Maybe Mensa will do that? Oh, yeah. I d there was a woman who was a member of Mensa. She used to... Uh, Elkie Tidwell. She used to brag all the time how she would do her Mensa stuff, and she went to her Mensa, I don't know, gatherings or whatever, and she gave me a Mensa thing, and I handed it back to her like 10 minutes later. I'm like, here you go. She's like, what? <laughs> 10 minutes? Because <laughs> I used to fix her computer. <laughs> I'm like, can you fix your computer? I'm, I'm literally fixing your computer, and you're part of Mensa. Aren't you supposed to be doing that? <laughs> like, why can't you do it yourself? <laughs> why can't you, fix can't you do your own damn work? You know, that's what used to make me mad. So, you know, for me, I just like to leave it to the experts. Uh, let's get to some uh, articles first. So we have an interview hour three. Uh, I don't know who it is or what, but we're gonna just gonna we're just gonna talk it out. You know, you know talk it out, hug it out. You know, talk. Do people still have, say hug it out? Is that a is that a pre Juneteenth thing? Oh yeah. That? Well, that was uh, entourage. That was the big entourage phrase, right? Hug it out. Hug it out. Hug it out, bitch. B, B word. Yes, yes. Yeah, hug it out, bitch. <laughs> uh, no, you can say that. You can say that. Oh, I can? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that you'd want to. I mean, your your parents are listening. So. Yeah, well. Conservative Catholics. Conservative Catholics. Anymore, are they just... They, uh, I think me. I think if Rudy hasn't gotten his his card from my mother yet, he probably will be getting a sympathy card. My mother's big on the on the sympathy cards. And do we know how Rudy's doing? I I, I know he had, you know he had a very big loss in no, the Rudy's family. Doing good. How okay. are, you, are your parents like? No, I mean my mother. I just think of my mother when I think of the station because she loves Rudy so much. She had an issue with you one day regarding Rudy, but I think you. I think you've been forgiven. It, it's really? very hard to get forgiven by an, a mean old Irish woman, but you you can. You, if, if you wait enough time, you know, time wounds all heals. You know, that you, you, yeah, you, time wounds all heals. I like that. That's what I like. But my brother-in-law in Scotland right now, uh, he, my, his wife, my sister mm -hmm. says uh, he, 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 he can't listen when my mother, my, my sister has, uh, is playing the audio because uh, he goes crazy over Taco Tote. They're going to be here in two months, Duncan, <laughs> and we're going to Taco Tote. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Taco Tote. Tote Tote. Uh, boy, that's a great commercial as well. No. Not as, not as good as that Monroe's. Classic, classic. Okay, so uh, this is from Pew Research. Uh, let's jump into this, uh, shall we? <clears throat> in case you... Uh, more signs of the apocalypse. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Pew Research Center. About 5% of young adults in the U.S. say their gender is different from their sex assigned at birth. Yes. Boy, nothing like uh, playing the old uh, double middle fingers to your parents. Nope, that's not what it is. At a time when transgender and non-binary. Honestly, I am so lost. I feel like uh, someone who hasn't paid attention to sports or MTV or whatever the pop culture is. Like, I don't even know what non-binary... Do my kids... Uh, Dowd, will my kids know more about what non-binary is than... Uh, as long as you and the missus there keep them in Catholic school, a good Catholic school, I hope they're going to be okay. I think they will be okay. <laughs> I don't have a missus. We should probably be... The, a the mother. The mother. The, the mother. They're a wonderful, wonderful mother. You know, I'm not, you know, that's, that, that's, where, that's where that's at, so... Uh, Non-binary Americans are gaining visibility in the media and among the public. A new Pew Research Center finds that 1.6% of adults are transgender or non-binary. That is, the gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, that yeah. is, their gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. That is, they think their gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. Let's 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 put that qualifier in. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's still zero percent, but they can choose one point six in some sort of analytical biological way. 
a rising share of Americans say they know someone who is transgender. Why is it rising? Why is it moving? How does something become, yeah, honestly, how does it become a transgender or how is it identify itself as transgender? The analysis accompanies an essay that examines the experiences and the views of trans and non-binary adults based on these series of focus groups. Adults under 30 are more likely than older adults to be trans or non-binary. You think? Wow. That's amazing. Like all of a sudden, this people just started, uh, you know, getting the uh, homogenized milk with the, you know, boosted cow products and uh, additional vaccinations. And all of a sudden, they're increasingly stupid and they think that uh, their kibbles and bits are bits and kibbles. You know. Eddie, Eddie, can you imagine in 1953 going up to your father who uh, survived, <laughs> who, who survived Anzio and, and, and telling the old man, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pansexual non-binary. He would slap the sense right out of him. <laughs> what do you mean you don't stand up when you pee? What do you mean you sit down? There's something wrong with you, son? Or what do I call you? <sighs> oh, Helen, what's this world coming to over here? <laughs> Your son's over here telling me he's got to sit out and pee. Some 5.1% of adults younger than 30 are trans or non-binary. One in 20. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to start. We're going to start doing a deep, a deep dive, if you will, evaluation. 2% who are trans man or trans woman. Well, I don't what I... I'm lost there. Where do I go there? And 3% who are non-binary. I'm still lost. That is, they are neither man nor woman and aren't strictly one. What do you do if you aren't man or a woman? What do you, what do you, um, what do you, what do you couple with? Where does that go? How's that happen? Not trying to be base here, but where, where does, what happens? Is the suicide, what's the suicide rate in this, this country? being serious the serious is the suicide rate three percent of the population yet because honestly if you can't find people who are looking to get with other people for one way or another and they're quote-unquote non-binary you're going to end up suicidal for many people that's their life's journey look at has anybody ever watched march of the penguins like their whole life is dedicated to their ability to couple with some other thing to give life to something else Eddie, I've got the uh, official definition. Thank you. This is from, and uh, if you want to question me on this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> do you ever see those bumper stickers on the car where it's a blue background and it's two horizontal yellow bars? Oh, I know That's that one. the human rights campaign. Mm. These are, this is the pinnacle of homosexual lobbying uh, and I guess non-binary lobbying in this country. These people run the show the her human rights campaign i'm on their glass glossary right now i'm very much looking forward to xing out of this tab so i'm going to read this yes, as quickly uh, as i quickly, could i don't quickly what i don't want to give them any attention like i tell my kids what you hear you can't unhear and what you do you cannot undo Go just ahead. looking at the text non-binary an adjective describing a person who does not identify 
exclusively as a man or a woman. Non-binary people may identify as being both a man and a woman, somewhere in between, or is falling completely outside these categories. While many also identify as transgender, not all binary, not all non-binary people do. Non-binary can also be used as an umbrella term, encompassing identities such as agender, bigender, genderqueer, or gender fluid. We are all sorts of stupid now. So. There it is, folks. More signs of the apocalypse. Yep, about 5% of young adults in the U.S. say their gender is different from their sex assigned gender on their birth certificate. So, there you go. Uh, we know about the GOP dropping a six-figure buy to hit Lujan Grisham. She won't win, by the way. Your new governor, your governor is going to be Mark Montana. I don't know how else to explain this to you. Your uh, uh, weatherman, your former weatherman, he's going to be, he's going to be your governor. And you're going to get out and vote for him. You're literally casting a vote against Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I swear, if any of you vote for, for Karen Bedoni, I'm going to find you. I'm going to slap the living you-know-what out of you. Right? We're not trying to split. It, the margin of victory is going to be that close. Right. So just 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 stop that. Um, let's see. The um, we already covered that. I am legend. Uh, this this uh, cancer drug experimental rectal chemotherapy surgery treatment. Uh, I doubt I didn't get to this article. NPR put this out. Um, is this literally uh, the one hundred percent cure for cancer? Is that, is that uh, you know, it, 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 I you, I sent you an NPR link, but lots of other media have covered this. Uh, this is uh, an official announcement from the University of North Carolina's Lineberger Comprehensive Cancer Center. Uh, they sat down with the NPR to talk about this. The cancer, and this is a particularly bad one, uh, rectal cancer. They ran a you know very wow. small trial, so we can't go nuts yet. It was a small trial. Uh, they performed it at uh, the Big Apple's uh, Sloan Kettering. You know, it doesn't get more you know more prestigious than that. Sloan Kettering uh, patients took a drug called, and of course, they never can name these things something that's easy to pronounce. So we'll say uh, dostarlimab. Uh, they took it for six months. The trial resulted in every single one of their tumors disappearing now again this is a small small uh sample size but uh, they spoke to dr hannah sanoff uh quote i mean i am incredibly optimistic like you said in the introduction we have never seen anything work in 100 percent of people in cancer medicine and uh, i had not seen i am legend in a long time and mr aragon used to run that famous emma thompson clip uh, oh, yeah. uh back back when back when rona was starting up about uh, very boastful very self smug and self-satisfied talking about how she cured cancer and there was some there were some minor unintended consequences in that movie that happened uh when you cur- cured cancer but uh listen it's a dark time in america history if we have good results in an early trial uh for a particularly nasty form of cancer let's be happy about it yeah, I guess uh, some of that 100%. And then the uh, mutation, and then the zombie apocalypse, and then all of a sudden I'll be hiding out in my radio station uh, trying to defeat the zombies that come out at night to prevent the truth from coming out as I'm trying to transmit something to keep the humans, uh, human civilization alive. Well, when I was uh, a true Irish form, uh, majority Irish genes, when I read this, and, you know, I'm not a terribly mentally healthy person i do talk to myself from time to time and i was reading this and uh, i said hey uncle Didi, you're not going to die of cancer and then uh immediately in my head i said to myself well you'll just die of something else so you know what difference does it make <laughs> let's be happy we got some good medical news 
try to be happy. We, we're, we're grabbing everything we can these days. The country's falling apart and the crime and nuclear war and hyperinflation. Would, you, would, we, would we accept all of that if for a cure to cancer? How much would we, we truly be willing to pay, I guess? I don't, I don't know. I don't think that life is worth living unless there are trials and tribulations. Oh, it'd be boring as heck. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you be interested in living a life that doesn't, um, isn't faced with challenges, fraught with challenges, things like that? Nope. Nope. Murder Mike is telling me he still has his Eddie Aragon for mayor sticker on his view. <laughs> is, that, is that him inviting? Murder Mike, why don't you call in 550-5500? We need uh, an update on the 67 murders here. That is 505-550-50. Let me see that. Forward the phone. Murder Mike's a good dude. We haven't had him on in some time. I just, I couldn't deal with the murders anymore. Like, we're just going to keep reporting on numbers and getting drill downs on down and outs. And, you know, like, how long can that go for? You got to change it up, you know. Trials and tribulations. Uh, I don't think we had one yesterday, though. So, so that's something to be. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a day without death. At the at the, at the entrance to the city, Eddie, death. we should have the big, uh, big sign like at workplaces. You know, Albuquerque, X number of days since our last homicide. You know, that would be encouraging. Do we still have to dial five hundred five now? I think we do, right? I think this is gonna go blank. We'll see. To place this call. Yeah, everything's five hundred five now. I forgot that. See if he picks up. Just going back into raw radio. Albuquerque. It's all raw. Are you alive? I'm, you're playing me back 20 seconds ago, Mike. That's really bad. Yeah, uh, speak into the mic there, Murder Mike. Okay, there? Oh, there you are. How's it going? Are you, are you, are you, are you doing? I'm good. Are you, are you keeping uh, keeping tabs? People want to know if you're alive. I wanted to know if you're alive. I'm glad to see that uh, you're alive. So um, you are not one of the 67 murderers here in the year of our Lord 2022. So uh, what's it looking like out there? What are the what are the scanners saying out there in uh, the well, UBQ? They've been on fire for sure. Um, I think we're up to about 49, somewhere between 49 and 52 homicides. Um, we did have some uh, a, lot, a couple of fatal accidents uh, that occurred in the last uh, maybe 36 hours. One was a vehicle versus pedestrian on Central uh, last night, and that was about 2 a.m. Um, but things have been quiet, but uh, not completely quiet, not as quiet as I'd like. And we'd like to see in Albuquerque for sure. So, uh, uh, are, you still I, living, are you still living in the hood? Uh, negative. I moved up to. Uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like the I got, hanging up with George and Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of the hood. I spent a year there, and it was yeah. uh, an interesting lesson. I, I learned a lot about living in the hood and what the the mentality of people in the hood, how they act, how they react. Yeah, you know what they say about the boys in the hood? They're always hard, so they go talk on that track. Pull your card. That's right. All right. Uh, so, uh, so why do you have different numbers than what Albuquerque Raw has? I think uh, ABQ Raw reporting sixty-seven. Uh, turn your radio down in the back, please. I got, I got my radio down. 
Oh, okay. Well, there's just uh, put your hands on something over there. Uh, Dowd, I think Albuquerque Raw has 67 murders. They do. They do. Homicide. 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 Yeah. Why do you only have 52? Uh, I haven't caught up, actually, to tell you the truth. Um, I wasn't expecting a count. So it kind of caught me unprepared as far as the count. I, that was uh, based on some figures I had about, oh, maybe two and a half weeks ago. And so. Hey, we um, caught Mike, Murder Mike with his pants down. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, everything going okay, though, on your end? You want to you wanna pop back into the station? We, we want to, with the summer in the city. Is the summer in the city? It's going to get hot, and of course, with that comes a lot of violence, as uh, we have known it. And uh, does it feel like it's been on an uptick? I'm not asking for the numbers because you don't have right. them, but does it actually feel like there's an uptick over last year? You've been looking at the scanners uh, for the last, you know, 45, 50 years, Murder Mike. You would know it better than anybody. Does it actually feel? Yes, it does. Uh, I, I have noticed an, uh, an uptake on domestic violence. Okay. Uh, the domestic violence calls are becoming more frequent and more violent. Uh, before, uh, there was um, uh, this or maybe things being thrown around, and now there's guns involved, weapons involved. Um, there's just uh, an increase. On, and also drug overdoses as well as uh Gun, gun crime. There's been a lot of shootings just because they're not homicides. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean they're not shooting. So we have had an increase in those. Okay. So tell me, uh, you, what about the legalization of drugs that, or excuse me, marijuana, April 1st? Does it feel like there's more stuff going on right now? Does it feel pretty bad uh, because um, of the, the legalization of marijuana? Actually, I think at this point, it's a little too early to tell. Okay. Um, uh, to be perfectly honest, I, it could have an impact on it. I think it's that's one of those situations we're just going to have to wait and see how it impacts okay. because there's yeah. a lot of uh, drug trafficking that, that is incorporated with the legalization of marijuana, which does increase the, the violent crime. So um, it's it, it's directly related. All right. Anything? Uh, yeah, absolutely. What about uh, youth? There anything about uh, increasing number of younger people being involved in more violent crime? It seems like that's also been on the rise over the last couple of years, but specifically this year. Absolutely. There is a lot more young people. In fact, um, I think maybe uh, yesterday there was three kids, 14 and 15 years old, that were carrying guns, walking to an apartment complex, uh, just randomly shooting at oh, there you go. Just randomly just uh, getting out their nine mils. Right. right. Yeah. So there is a lot of kids having guns. How to get them? I mean, the legalization of the, or the banning of firearms, that is never going to affect the gun crimes in Albuquerque. They don't get their guns from gun stores. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's, it's ridiculous to say, well, gee, if we ban this or ban that, it'll cut down crime. No, All right. Are you ready to come back in once a week and, uh, you know, hit, hit them straight, as they say, uh, out on the golf yeah. course? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I'd love to get down there and uh, visit with you, and maybe uh, I'll put together a, a halfway decent report that I can let Albuquerque know what's been happening. In, there we go. Uh, I think uh, Thursdays, and maybe we can, uh, you know, do a little bit of a murder mic segment and have people send you money and uh, actually pay you for the good information. <laughs> Uh, well, I got a little store that I opened up, believe it or not. So yeah, I, how's, I that, little... how's that go? Look at you. Look at you getting all the entrepreneur. Yeah, look at Mayor Mike. He's getting all entrepreneurial and stuff. 
making money. What's up, bro? Don't you know the money comes in on the first of the month? Huh, bro? You wait, you wait for it. Don't move. We'll be back, huh? Beans and tortillas until the first of the month. All right. Yeah, we'll have you back in. I'm doing good. I got a little, like I said, I have a store over here on San Mateo and Copper. I'm selling uh, Huey radio equipment and collectibles. What? And, and they, I live what? in the back. I literally, I, I, I bought you a little uh, two-way mic. Is that uh, that uh, that two-way pretty good? You need to furnish me. You, I scratch your back. Why? I will furnish you with whatever you need. I want the real report. Are you kidding? I'll never listen to one of those things. Alone will make me. I will. I'll just go to you if I need it. Uh, I'm. I'm too. It's so weird. That if I find something that I literally will not get paid for, I will not do it. It's so bad. It is at this point. Like, I, I. It's part of my old age. I'm like, no, hell no, and in no way. Like, if I do you a favor, it is a. It's a giant favor. At this point, I think Dowd feels the exact same way. I think it's just part of getting older. And, and Eddie, in contrast, if I find an activity that pays me absolutely nothing, I run right toward it. So, you know, we, we, we balance each other off. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. Uh, subscribe yeah, at rockamtalk.chat. That's, uh, that's terrible. Um, we we got to, uh, we, we, your Murder Mike t-shirts, I still see people wearing them, believe it or not. I saw I've had a lot of people ask me about them. I'm yeah, a lot, it's and weird. I'm, a lot of people love that murder mic that was developed by the guy who hates me the most, Brian. He really hates me. Tells me how terrible I'm personally. <laughs> well, I've been staying with the station, even though I haven't been on the air, but I've been listening and I've been keeping up with you, and you're doing the dynamite job. And, you know, yeah. I appreciate what you do. You've helped me out so many times that uh, you know, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate that. All right, well, uh, we'll uh, pick up where we left off, uh, figure out the time next week, and uh, boy, we've got Dinah back. We have, uh, you know, Murder Mike. We have everybody. Nobody ever really left. I just kind of got tired for a little while, and I need I need my breaks. No, like a smoke break. Like yeah, well, you know, little I think smoke people break. needed a break from the. I think people needed a break from the violence. <laughs> You're hearing yeah. it every day, and it's it got overwhelming. So too no. much violence. It's a good thing to... Too much violence in the society. All right. All right, Murder Mike, thanks for checking in. That's good to hear from you. Hey, yeah. thank you, Eddie. Be safe. I love Take care, right. bro. Um, I'll, be, I'll be safe. All right, there, he there he is. He's still alive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Murders never... Wait, wait. Miracles never cease. Sorry. <laughs> I almost said... He almost said murders. Murders never cease. What was he saying? Uh, okay. Uh, finally, it is really good to hear from him, don't you think? Absolutely. Know a lot of we we always we never really lose touch with anybody. Uh, speaking of, uh, take a ride on us promo returns for the Albuquerque Pride Fest. Is the the Pride Fest going on this weekend? I hear Albuquerque is heating up this weekend. Yay! Take a ride on us promo returns for Albuquerque Pride Fest weekend. Uh, who's this reporter guy? Oh my god! I gotta I gotta play uh. this. Colton Shane, Shone, I think Colton his name is. Shone. Oh my God, he's so cute. Hi, Colton. What are you doing? Colton, are you going to Pride Fest this weekend? There we go. Let's see. You can save on gas and you can save. save can you, you can kind of hear it right there. You can save on gas. It's Pride weekend. Colton Shone. And the Take a Ride on Us program is back. And this campaign offers discounted Uber rides. All you need is the discounted Uber, code Uber Pride ride. 22. 
That code is good for $10 off a ride. You can use it for two rides. Take a ride on us. goes through Sunday at midnight. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about old Colton, Colton there? Uh, 600 rides. You can take a ride on us. June 12th at midnight. Between now and June 12th, participants can use code PRIDE22 to get $10 off an Uber ride. The code is good for two rides per person and can only be used for rides, not Uber Eats. Come on, people. Only for the rides. Albuquerque Pride Fest runs through Saturday and um, the event. Rides are at the center, including a parade. Ooh, a parade. Saturday. I love parades. In Nob Hill, more details are available at the Pride Fest website. Have you visited the Pride Web's, uh, Pride Fest website there, D-Dad Muska? Oh, please don't. Please don't. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this to, to going swimming with the girls tomorrow. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it on a Friday. Silver Pride, like the silver hair ponytail crowd, Silver Pride, a social event for LGBTQ seniors and allies. Allies. So I, I'm definitely not an ally. I'm not going to be included. Look at how far we're going to be marching. We're going to be heading all the way. Let's, let's look at the map so you guys can get a uh, wonderful free ride uh, from Uber. Uber is a very, very, oh, look. The New Mexico Pride title holders, there they are, abqpride.com. They look wonderful. Let's see. This year, we're bringing you a full week of Pride. We're starting with our social events at the Orpheum Community Hub. It's going to be wonderful. These events are free to the public and provide a fun, safe space for different segments of our community. And our candlelight vehicle provides an opportunity for the community to gather and honor the Pride Parade presented by PNM. On Central and Knob Hill. I'm funding this? You are. Yes, you are. Dowd. Uh, uh, in addition to our New Mexico Pride title holders, Albuquerque Pride will bring many local and national talents to the unicorn and rainbow stages. Pride Rose celebrates all things Pride. The art show showcases amazing, amazing, like fabulous uh, local artists and the kids zone presented by HP. Mm. HP, E&M, all the woke corporations are all going to be there. there kids of Pride. Apparently, uh, pride, pride people can have kids. Kids of Pride. The Kids of Pride, free admission, fun and games, Tuesday, June 7th, uh, 4 to 8 p.m. at the Orpheum Theater. Completely inappropriate for children. Unbelievable. Uh, Eddie, what are you talking about, Dowd? You know, <sighs> we all love families. We all want to be together. And, you know, what they just really need is, you know, people to love and a family that wants them. Eddie, you know, I'll tell you, I, I would. You sent it to me. What do you want me to do with that? I, I, I would be if 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 there was heterosexual day, I would I would say the exact same thing. This is that's that's a adult topic. It's not suited for children. Yeah. Uh, don't virtue signal. And listen, you know, there's a lot of people who are you know, very biblical, and I'm not bashing them, but they believe that you know God commanded you to go forth and multiply. And you're you're free to believe that. That's your religious belief. I would never do anything to infringe I on that. But then around Jesus's time, didn't you know that? Oh, oh. but they were just other places down. Okay. <laughs> Still, still waiting for the gospel of uh, the rainbow flag, I guess. We, we haven't unearthed that. That's, that wasn't included in the Nag Hammadi or the uh, Dead Sea Scroll findings. So no. <laughs> um, no, but it's just, it's, they, they, whether it's environmentalism, uh, sexuality, race, oh, they yeah. want your children. I'm sorry. I sound like a complete kook, but it's right there. It's right there. there <laughs> I mean, we're coming for your children. There they are. Anyway. I don't know what else to say. There, there it is. Uh, Pride Fest. Uh, well, Michelle Lujan Grisham, a little uh, 
little mommy midget. Will she be there? Oh, she has to be there. She loves that. Oh, our governor is here, everybody. We can start the festivities. <laughs> There's a sale at Penny's. I'm sorry, I, it's old, old one, old one, old one. What, what is that? <laughs> the um, remember the bald guy in the airplane where he would always do these over the top. R ridiculous things oh, yeah. and you know, oh, yeah what's an airplane it's like a, <laughs> you know, it's a giant pill it's a big white thing with a red stripe it looks like a giant tylenol uh, uh, <laughs> yeah will they ever stop i'm already sick of pride day but that's, that's well cool. folks I, I will include this in the link i mean eddie these are promotional graphics here in in, with children's stick figures and kids of wow. pride, free admission, fun and games. I mean, you, you read this stuff. I, uh. There it is. Have fun. Avoid it at all costs if you possibly can. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for it. I've been prolonging it because sometimes, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. I I don't know what's gotten into me. I just don't want to do it lately. But then Val's like, you do this or I quit. You do this. You do this bit. You, if you don't do this, Rock of Talk is gone for good. The people want this. The people. The people. The people, the people love it. Yes, the people love it. We have we have our gay mayor up in Española, and he's not anymore. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not here anymore. I don't know why. He like he cooks a mean bean burrito in a crazy enchilada. <laughs> The Place Blotter is published to give readers an abridged look at the criminal activity in their community and neighborhood. It is simply, it is only an illustration of what local law enforcement funded by taxpayers. Does anybody play ta uh, pay taxes up in Espanola? Espanola, you got to look long and hard for a for, for, for taxpayer. <laughs> yeah, is, there a, is, there, is there a single taxpayer in Espanola? Like they know where to go to get the money, but I don't think that, that's a taker community, not a maker community. <laughs> it is the black hole of this country. Booker T and the MGs, the little green onions there. And the number from the number one radio station here in Albuquerque, Burke. I want to make this dedication to my my girlfriend Velma. I got so much love. I got mad love for you, dog. I'm sorry. So sorry. Espanola police officers. Okay, Awingate Tribal Police. Rio Riva County Sheriff's deputies or the state police responded to the following calls. 7.57 p.m. Santa Clara apartments caller said there are 10 to 15 people in the halls. Possibly doing narcotics. See, what's up there? 8.14 p.m. A Santa Clara apartment. Oh, we're back in Santa Clara apartment. <laughs> it's a problem property. Where is this place? <laughs> Santa Clara apartments caller reported people are smoking narcotics in the hall. That's twice. I told you twice already. 1.04 a.m. A Santa Clara apartments caller said there are people in the hall smoking narcotics and being unruly. Ooh. That's the first time I've heard that on the blog. Three calls in one night. Three calls. Yeah. And on top of that, they're using the word unruly. Hey, they're kind of being unruly over there. 5.03 a.m. A North Riverside drive caller reported there's a body under a vehicle. And she doesn't want to get near it. She could get germs. Police determined the man was stealing gas from the vehicle. Wow. Welcome to 1979, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's he doing? Is he like... 
you know, like pilfering it from the bottom of the tank. He's like, I brought my can opener to get some gas. Go get some gas out there. Got to get the gasoline. You just pry it up on the bottom and it just empty it into the pail. And then you can put it. We'll put a funnel. We'll find one of those funnels. We'll, you know, use a news. We'll roll up a newspaper and pour it in there and then put it in your gas tank. And you can get to work. I know you need the job. It's okay. Those white people, they're stealing everything. <clears throat> a North Riverside driver caller. There's a, oh, we got that. 4.18 p.m. A Santa Clara and Casino caller. Then a bus driver flagged down a Santa Clara police officer to report a domestic occurring on the bus. What's a domestic? Be like literally any uh, romantic, like romantic, romantic trouble. A domestic on the bus. I don't know. It's it's domestic between a man and a woman. I think she's a Pride Month, six twenty four p.m. A County Road eighty seven in Chimayo. Caller said there are white supremacists in the area, and he's upset because no one is there to help him. We gotta get these white people out of here. We finally found the white supremacists. They're in Chimayo. There they are. 12.06 a.m. A Wendy's employee said a drunk man is at the drive-thru carrying a bottle. Not asking for a Frosty. They have a mini Frosty still for a buck. For a buck, yeah, I find four quarters. Do the laundry or do the Frosty. Which one? Decisions, decisions. 11.12 a.m. A county road, a three in Santa Clara. Call a reporter. Her son punched her and drug her from the bedroom. Wow. That's violence. That's a domestic. When people went to the caller's house, no one would answer the door. <laughs> Guess she didn't need the help. She don't need our help anymore. 3.52 p.m. A North Railroad Avenue caller reported her house was broken into and all her marijuana was stolen. <laughs> I don't think they're going to get it back for you. <laughs> How do I report he smoked $300 of my marijuana? He should get the chair stealing that 724 p.m it's legal a car lane caller said a man is in her backyard and refusing to leave nice you got nice digs back here this is nice furniture i like this this is, this rocks even i like it it rolls back and forth real nice and it's kind of warm the cushions they don't get too cold and nice i like it 140 p.m a Los Chama Valley supermarket caller said there's a naked woman in front of the store. Ooh, Lowe's. I like Lowe's. Chama Valley. I don't know where Chama Valley is, but Chama. The Chama. The, the Chama. Any, I feel like that's a word that you want to use for anything that's like the best. Mm-hmm. Like in, in Espanola talk, is like, how good was that? It's Chama, bro. It's Chama, don't you know? All right, here we go. Sorry, I'm making up my own words now for Espanola. That's how Espanola I That's how Espa I am. <laughs> 8 or 9 p.m. A pathway shelter caller reported a man is disrespecting. He's harassing. He's mocking and yelling at her. Everyone yells up here. <laughs> Everyone yelling. Stop your yelling. Stop yelling at me. It hurts my ears. Plus I'm kind of sensitive in my old age. <clears throat> 9.46 p.m. A Dollar General caller said someone with a dog chased him. He's requesting an ambulance. A second caller phoned and said a man ran through their property with a broomstick. He's crazy. He's acting very crazy. 
I grab a broomstick. <laughs> you can do a lot of damage with a broomstick. Oh, well, doesn't the, don't the people at Las Vegas Robertson know? Guess what? <laughs> hazing incident with the broomsticks up there. Jeez. They shut down the school. That's how our governor gets around on a broomstick. Hey, good one, Dowd. I see what I you did there. You know. Consummate pro. Fairview Elementary caller at 12.08 p.m. reported a first grader took a BB gun to school. He's going to take us out. Mass shooter. No, I'm not talking about the addicts up here. I'm talking about the guy with the BB gun. 11.42 p.m. Anojo Sarco caller said a man threw gas on the ground and set the grass on fire. Ooh. That's that's real, bro. That's real. 7.24 a.m. El Eliano caller reported someone is in the wall of the trailer, and she also thinks there's rattlesnakes in the wall. <laughs> wow. There's no rattlesnakes in there. That's just a loose change in your pocket. No. Don't scare yourself. 12.58 a.m. A middle San Pedro road caller reported a man is on her front porch, knocking on the door hard. He asked her to use her phone, but she told him to leave. The police gave him a ride home because he's afraid of the dark. It's a lot of danger out there. Well, everyone's afraid of the dark in Española. 4.15 p.m. San Pedro shell caller reported a man on a bus was touching her. It's kind of nice. You look good tonight. I just want to come in here and just want to go ahead and Mira, look at you. Someone someone should appreciate you. Look at you. You look good. You look good, girl. You look good. 204 p.m. Dixon caller reported, there's a naked woman in her backyard saying she needs help because she's sick. Why? What is she doing in the backyard there? Two naked women and one police blotter. You know? Wow. New record. There it is. Is that is that a, do we achieve? I think so. We'll she's go for three next week. Fine, bro. She's fine. Can't get enough of this. This is Cultura, New Mexico, Nuevo Mexico, El Corazón. 8.38 a.m. An old school road caller said a man has set up a tent in his yard. Why? I got nothing here for you, bro. We drink all the beers. Two cases before you left. Get the uh, people outside. They're, ca- they're, they're crying. They're laughing so hard outside my door over here. They're laughing. <laughs> they're laughing so hard when I'm talking. They have no idea, but they think whatever I'm saying in the studio is so funny. They're like sitting outside the door and they're like, it looks like they're crying. I'm not even kidding. 7.28 a.m. A peacekeeper's caller said someone is under a tarp. Behind the building, she wants them to remove now. Yeah, tarp, tarps are very big in Espanola. They are. Yeah. yeah. Get them at the Home Depot. They're like cheaper than tents. They hold up better. 1.35 p.m. A caller wants to show officers photos of people and all other officers that follow him. Wow. <laughs> Hate crime. Smart man. Defund. That's what I say. Defund the police, bro. Stop taking my cousin Beto <laughs> Beto to prison, bro. He's he's a good man. Well, you guys are picking on him. 6.57 p.m. A private drive, 1318 in Chimayo. Caller said her neighbor harasses her. She said he has a gun and shoots it whenever he wants. Harassment. 115. A caller requested a welfare check on a family on Eliano Road. The caller said his family is being held hostage in their home by a drug dealer. 
I guarantee there was be no. They're probably working in cooperation, <laughs> a partnership. There. Eight twelve p.m. A chama caller said a person is in a backhoe tucking, <laughs> picking dirt from the construction site. Caller doesn't think the person is with the road construction crew. It's eight twelve p.m. Of course not. <laughs> Way to go, Einstein. Eight twenty-eight p.m. Caller said a woman was released from the hospital and she's threatening him. He said he found her in the hospital parking. And she went inside and told security that the caller, he killed a lot of people out there. <laughs> you would have thought there'd be any other 911 calls. You thought where, where are the bodies? Where? <laughs> <laughs> he killed a lot of people and then he ate them. Before you guys even got here, you guys are so slow. What do I pay my taxes for? <laughs> my parents are not proud right now. They probably called all their family and friends like, hey, Eddie's doing it again. He's on the radio doing the blotter. But he's like, well, we weren't very happy that you did that. But but, but keep doing it. 2.37 a.m. and I was private driving. Alcalde caller said she's warm. Yeah, I feel kind of warm. And feels like she's going to pass out. I don't know. I'm scared. It's spooky. My eyes are floating. 21-year-old woman said she drinks some 99s. It needs help. I don't even know what the hell. What's Me neither. I don't know. That's a new one. That's full bore. I got a 99. Oh, all sick. 12.42 p.m. An all-subs employee said a man tried to pass a fake $100 bill. I called the police. Come new Mexico's very own George Floyd. You know, that's... <laughs> He's a quadruple. He's a king tuple, George Floyd. That's, that's ballsy. That was real ballsy. 100 bucks for a couple of slush puppies and three chimmies. Come on, bro. You don't have to do that to us. We'd give it to you if you, if you were in need. I'm good, bro. I'll give it to you. 1.10 p.m. A car lane caller said people were push, pushing an ATV toward the back of the street and covering it with branches. Caller thinks the ATV might have been stolen. You think? Yeah, I don't think you need Sherlock Holmes for that one. But. Yeah, yeah. Eight forty-six p.m. A Santa Clara casino caller said he was in the casino and got hit in the head with a bottle. Wake up! You probably ran into the slot machine. I don't play the slots anymore. I told my wife, "That's it, cold turkey. I quit. No more butt ice. No more slots." Ten thirty-eight p.m. A Kaya Chavez caller reported he got home and discovered his PlayStation is missing. <laughs> Which, what number? Is that the number two PlayStation 2? There are no signs of forced entry. He said he thinks his neighbor might have taken it because he said he's a dopehead. <laughs> he probably sold it for that. Well, what's a PlayStation worth on the street? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's, a, yeah, what's the street value of that? A Cubero court caller said the neighbors are singing karaoke and it's been going on for long enough. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> Fourth bedtime. Fourth bedtime in northern New Mexico. And finally, a caller reported a caller. A car was tailgating him. And when he moved over to let it by, I, hey, I'm letting, I tried to let him by. The driver pointed a gun in the air. How dare you let me by? There it is, the Española police plot. All right, turn it down. Give the you. people what they want. Give the people what they want. We'll just give you what you what you need. You need <laughs> you need uh, your you need your, I need my fix. I need my sofa fees. I need my stuff sofa. And I need my Española police blotter. Uh, and, one one item, Eddie, uh, did, yes. did not make it. Um, this wow. is six 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 thirty two p.m. An officer stopped to check on a man carrying tools. He wanted to make sure they were not stolen. Now, um, 
I'm a libertarian. I'm a civil libertarian. But if you're a cop and you're riding around greater Espanol and you see a guy carrying tools, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm willing to yeah. just cut, cut you some constitutional slack on this. If you see people walking around that part of the state carrying tools, there's a good chance they are stolen. So I say good, good on the officer on this one. Uh, boy, Booker T and the MGs and uh, all the Sherlock Holmes up in Espanola. <laughs> are they hiring, by the way? The Espanola is the force hiring in Espanola. I think the city itself, let me go check. They just had 16 applicants for the city manager position. Wow. Lots, lot of interests. A lot of, people lot of interest. Get, everybody just wants to be a boss, though. <laughs> there we go. So, all right, folks, uh, let's hit the top of the hour news. Uh, third hour interview. We've got a, a surprise interview here. Dad will hang around for that if he likes, and uh, we'll have a little bit of fun. And I don't know, do a little bit more radio here for the uh, wrapping up of the week. And then, of course, I'll kick things off with uh, reading your wonderful text and uh, all the contributions here on the Kiva on AM 1600 KIV Good to talk to murder. Mike glad murder. Mike is still above ground and walking around uh, for now. So we're going to have him in the Kiva once a week uh, going forward. So many of you have asked about him and we appreciate your concern and your thoughts about him. He was always been a very good part of our show in 2021. So we'll bring him back at least once a week and see what goes on. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And as always, download our app at abq.fm. If I told you things I did before, told you how I used to be, would you go along with someone like me? If you knew my story word for word, had all of my history, would you go along with someone? I did before and had my share, it didn't lead nowhere. I'll go along with someone like you. It doesn't matter what you do, you hang away. We could stick around and see this night through. And we don't care about the young
fun on the bio. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Irgon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, the greatest, yes, Hall of Fame for country music, Hall of Fame for rock and roll music. He is Hank Williams and the original Never To Be Outdone and Have Big Fun, Full of Fun, Jambalaya. Oh, my gosh. All the good music uh, there, D-Dub Musk. Uh, nobody gets uh, much better than that. And uh, we're, I'm glad to introduce our third hour with the little K-Jong. Boy, it's got to be hot there. It's hur- hurricane season down there. It, gets it is. Hurricanes, having some fun. Not a good time to go out in Orleans, but uh, out there having the jambalaya. I got to tell you, have you ever had a good bowl of jambalaya there, D. Dodd Muska? I don't think I've had jambalaya in my entire life. Oh, <laughs> now that I think of it, yeah. Oh my gosh! I've never been to New Orleans. I re- it's one of the few cities left in America I really want to go to. The cultural center of the United States, in my opinion, um, in so many ways: food, entertainment, music. Mr. Um, Gasson, I want to talk to Mr. Gasson down there. He knows who killed. He knows who killed Kennedy. You like that uh, that little <laughs> reference there to Kevin Spacey the other day? That was, uh, that was like, yeah, Charleston, South Carolina. I'm like, yes, yes, sir. Well, we're gonna have a, a little bit of fun here uh, with uh, Larry Marker, uh, elect 2022, the New Mexico Commissioner of the Public Lands. That's the first thing I think of with public lands is that's a lot of lands, and uh, that crazy woman on the fourth floor is trying to take it all back. Larry, welcome into the Kiva, sir. Glad to have you uh, here. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here. This is uh, this is really nice. It was a nice drive up today. Albuquerque is a real nice city. I haven't spent a lot of time here, but it's really nice. Not a whole lot of land here. We're contained. We got uh, Asleta to the south. We got Sandia to the north. We got Route 66 to the west. And we got uh, Sandia. We are landlocked, uh, as you know. I, I got to say, I love your... Uh, as soon as I heard him, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, yeah, I'm playing Jambalaya. <laughs> I missed this opportunity. Larry, where, where do you hail from? Uh, okay. where, do, where do you call home? Well, I was born down in Hobbs, and uh, we moved to uh, Roswell in 1972. I'm 58 yeah. years old, so I was in the third grade. We moved to Roswell. I was raised there. Worked all over southeastern New Mexico. I'm an independent oil and gas producer. Wow. Down, okay. Down in that area. So you're kind of saying that the money comes from the ground, and uh, we're, you're pretty good with uh, – Eddie and Lee counties, uh, number one and number six oil production. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, yet uh, we've got the crazy governor up in uh, Santa Fe, and she has decided to go clean energy, what, independent, I guess she's calling it. Uh, but, but we know that we were energy dependent. We had the Keystone, the XL uh, pipelines. We got rid of that. Then, of course, you know the rest of the story. Uh, 10-mile radii uh, being cut off, uh, of course, in Chaco Canyon. But I got I to gotta tell you, Larry, there's a, there's a lot here to uh, talk about. Uh, this is an important job that you want here in 2022. Yes, sir, it is a really important job. New Mexico, the public land in New Mexico is actually called state trust land. In New Mexico, the state trust land was 9 million surface acres, 13 and a half million subsurface acres. The, uh, the state land commissioners, that's kind of the, the name we call it, actually. Technically, the position and on the ballot, the the position is called the New Mexico Commissioner of Public Land. The state land commissioner is is responsible for the management of all of our state trust land. The uh, job description of the land commissioner is to uh, generate as much revenue as possible while preserving the land for future generations. The uh, it's it's a pretty simple job description. We've we've gotten way away from that right now. 
New Mexico actually is the second largest producer of crude oil in the entire nation. Isn't that incredible? Why 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 isn't that a, a commercial at every break in, in on TV and on radio? I I agree with you 100%. New Mexico does lead the way. We've got a lot of the Permian Basin down in southern New Mexico and a lot of the the wells that I have they're they're marginal wells. We call them stripper wells. You know, they're at the end of their life. They make between one and two barrels a day. Some of them make 10 barrels a day, but your your bigger deeper wells that the big boys are drilling those are bringing a lot of income to the state right now, but we actually built most of the money that comes off public land goes into what we call the, they call it the permanent fund, the land grant permanent fund. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a sovereign wealth fund. Yeah. We're, we're big, we're big in that category, aren't we? I mean, we we carry, uh, we, we, uh, we, we punch above our weight, so to speak, as they might say down in uh, Roswell. (laughs) That's exactly what we say. New Mexico actually has the third largest, sovereign wealth fund in the entire nation. We trail Texas is second and Alaska's first. We actually were 29th in the world. We have a 29th largest sovereign wealth fund in the world. Unfortunately, in New Mexico, we got the third third largest sovereign wealth fund in the nation and the third highest poverty rate. I'd- what are we doing with all that money? Where's it going? Are we, is it up our nose, uh, out our butts? Where's it going? <laughs> I, I'm not sure where it's, where it's going. A good portion of that, there's, there's, there's two sovereign wealth funds that the, uh, the the land commissioner actually puts money into, the state land puts money into, the uh, land grant permanent fund and the severance tax permanent fund. The money on the land grant permanent fund that comes from non-renewable resources, your, your, your extraction industries, you know, oil and gas, mining, things like that, that goes into, uh, that gets invested, the money made off those investments goes to the beneficiaries, beneficiaries of the education state of New Mexico. We have a lot of money to educate the people in the state of New Mexico. Unfortunately, we're not doing that great of a job. We, we both know we're like 50th or 51st or something yeah. in those categories. The uh, state land commissioner is also on the state investment council. He gets to help determine where that money is invested and what companies are in charge of investing. You could imagine the uh, that amount of money, that, that is a huge responsibility state land commissioner is a very critical job. A lot of people have never even heard of the state land commissioner. I, who, who, I is, who is our state land commissioner now? <laughs> Go ahead. Boo, boo. Stephanie Garcia Richard. Yeah, we're going to talk about this for a moment. Uh, she, she tried to stand up in front of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's house and you, uh, I think this is the good intersection for all this. I don't know that anybody knows any of this. I feel like I'm talking to myself and all this. Uh, I certainly wish that more people would understand that the reason why, you know, one uh, <clears throat> one uh, young, strange pedophile by the name of Jeff Epstein, the reason why he is here is for the very thing that you're talking about, uh, which was the Sovereign Wealth Fund. Are you aware of that, Larry? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that Sovereign Wealth Fund does invite a lot of corruption into the state of New Mexico. Yeah, well, he was there to manage it. Uh, client number one for Bear Stearns, of course, was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And you know, people don't want to much pay pay attention to that. And then, of course, it was uh, Stephanie Garcia Richards, along with Hector Balderas, uh, who uh, said that they were going to seize his ranch. Never did so. Well, never did a single darn thing about it. Um, oh, Hector did donate $100,000 to a flailing, uh, a, uh, a, a, what, what's his name? Uh, Brian Colon, his campaign, but uh, hasn't done much uh, beyond that. So, Larry, I think we need a guy like you. And I think the uh, party affiliation is kind of important here, but you don't think so because you're running as an independent. This might be a good thing. You you you, you want to run as an independent, 
And uh, you are trying to get the number of, which is the reason why you're here on this air, is we want to get you on the ballot to get the number of nominating petitions to get you qualified for the ballot. Yes, sir. As an independent candidate, I've been a conservative my entire life. I am a Christian, and I've been a conservative my entire life. The state land office needs to be run independently, and it needs to be run free from partisan politics. I need to gather up 14,000 signatures. I, I realize the primary is over and everybody thought that we would get a break, but we really don't because I've got to get 14,000 signatures uh, by June the 30th. I've got to be in the Secretary of State's office on June 30th with all of my signatures. We're, uh, we're hitting it pretty hard right now. The primary is over. I'm kind of the only game in town. As, as an independent, like I said, I do not do not participate in the primaries. So the signature, I'm actually being nominated by the citizens of the state of New Mexico. It doesn't matter what party you're in, uh, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever, you can still sign my nominating petition. To get a hold of a petition, just go to LarryMarker.com. I'm sorry. You'd think I would know how to talk by now. But anyway, go to LarryMarker.com. No, if there's anybody that knows how to talk, Larry, it's you. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had that accent. So you're, you're doing just fine, sir. Just uh, keep, I, I, I even played a song for you rolling out here. LarryMarker.com. Yeah, there just it is. Go to LarryMarker.com. There's a place you can download the petition. You can download that petition, print it out, and sign it, and you can scan and email it back. You can take a picture of it with your cell phone. Uh, text me the picture. If you uh, if you'll text me your email address, I'll send you a document that you can actually e-sign. You don't have to download anything. Then I can just send you the document as long as I identify the fields and know the the email address. I can do that. We've got to get these signatures. If everybody I knew just picked up two or three signatures or sent an email to somebody else saying, "Hey, sign sign this petition for this old boy," sounds like he, he'd do us a good job. One thing's for sure, I am going to work my tail off. I'm this is probably the only job in New Mexico elected elected job that I'm qualified for. I don't have to serve at the uh, at the uh, pleasure of the governor and my budget actually comes from the uh, money that we make on our state trust land is state maintenance fund is what that is. So I don't I don't have to beg anybody for my budget or get my budget approved or things like that and I don't have to I'm not going to be beholden to either one of the parties. The only people I've got answers to is the citizens of the state of New Mexico and Jesus Christ. Everybody else needs to kind of go pound pan. Wow. So, I don't know about you, uh, Dowd. I'm ready to vote for Larry Marker. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm all in. So, That's what you, uh, you, 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 uh, you walk, you talk, you act. Uh, I don't know that anybody's ever said, I'm going to go work my tail off. And yes, uh, I don't have anybody I need to please, but. You know, the job, uh, the citizens of the state of New Mexico, and, of course, Jesus Christ. This is pretty awesome. Uh, so uh, how did you get into this position? How did you decide to want to run for this? And this is pretty awesome. Larry. Well, for the last four or five years, being an independent oil and gas producer, and actually the, the state of New Mexico is, has, has determined that it's not, it's not their desire to have the independent oil and gas producers. Okay. What, what they've done is they've basically declared war on the independent oil and gas producers for for environmental reasons or just basic basic so war has been uh, declared upon you and nobody else stepped up to the plate so you're like you know yes gosh darn it i gotta head up there and step up to the plate yes sir so for the last several years i've studied a lot of law i've 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 had some uh 
citizens petition for grand jury. I've attempted to do some referendums on some of the mm. some of the abortion laws that have been passed. I've yeah. gone to court. I've spent more time in court in the last five years than most lawyers. I've got, but never, of, but never for a DUI and never for uh, no, you know, no, you know. no, 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 no. I don't have no, any no touchy feely stuff <laughs> no, out there. No, no. touchy feely stuff. There we no, go. It, all right. It's all it's all civil. There's there's some uh, there's some state officials that would love to touch me with a baseball bat in the yeah. back of the head. Well, well, I'll tell you what, that's when it'll stop being civil. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. We don't we don't need uh, our good guys uh, being touched. Uh, yeah. And you got a good team around you. You got a couple of good guys uh, here. We got Josh who just ran for sheriff, and he knows more about the. Uh, he practically, I think, he was there at the founding of the Constitution. He may have actually written. I think Dow did. Did we determine if we have a photograph of Josh? Actually, yeah, he he proofread it. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he sat for a portrait. I think. Yeah. They had one of them wigs too. I don't want them yeah. wigs. You know. Yeah, and point. we got we got Pablo Martinez here. He's an activist from down up from up in Gallup. Gallup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got a, there's a lot of solid activists. You got Sarah Smith over in Las Cruces. She's a big supporter. Yeah. Stacy Walkowitz, you know, and her sidekick Jesse James Gomez from down in Roswell, the concerned citizens for New Mexico. Great bunch of people there. Gretchen Coulter over in Lee County. I tell you what, New Mexico, we need to be the we've got the people and these people are learning. We're gonna be the shining light on the hill someday. We're gonna people are gonna look at New Mexico and say that's what we wanna be. All right, let's outline everything because we got a, a lot of work in front of us. You're trying to get uh 14,000 signatures. Wow. I, I need to get 14,000 Do you signatures. plan on, I just want to say, do you plan on doing anything else uh, until these signatures get done? Uh, no, sir. I'm going to, no, just drive a lot. I got to cover a lot of country. Like I said, yeah. I'm counting on, I'm counting on people to. Uh, How about heading to the Pride Fest this weekend, getting uh, these <laughs> signatures? You got to go ahead and make people sign this thing. I'll be at the, uh, I'll be at the Santa Fe, the oh, Santa okay. Fe rally Got tomorrow. Pablo's right. going to make me a note here and tell yeah. me what it's called. All right. I thought we were going to go. And to then the there's a uh, meet the candidate event tomorrow at, okay. at a pizza place. And Pablo should be telling me the name of the pizza place. Okay. Uh, so LarryMarker.com, folks, um, I'm going to tell you something. This yes, is sir. not going to be easy. I don't expect you to succeed. I'm just going to say that right off the bat because this is a lot of signatures. Yes, sir. Yes, and I've sir. gathered, I literally gathered 3,000. You know, with the help of a radio station, 3,100 and some odd signatures, you know, without blemish. But that was using a radio station. Yes, sir. So we've got a lot of work if you're going to get into this position. And uh, who's the Republican candidate for the commissioner of public land? Uh, a gentleman named Jeff Bird. He's on the PRC right Jefferson now. Jefferson T. Bird. Yeah. yeah, my, yeah uh, Jeff has ran quite a few times for a number of different things. He's a hell of a nice guy. But... Uh, yeah, we've got to we've got to win this. And, yes, sir. Um, we we've got to get a hold of this position. The environmentalists have basically captured our state land office. They're looking at moratoriums on on production and things like that. Uh, we definitely we definitely have to get a hold of this position again. Go to LarryMarker.com. Yep. Download the petition, sign it, email it, text it, however you can get it to me. Send send a copy of it to all of your friends. If you're if you're making dinner, print out a petition and don't let anybody eat dinner until they sign the petition. There you go. Just what whatever it takes. Uh, you can email it to friends at LarryMarker.com. Just go to LarryMarker.com on the website. I'm gonna give my phone number out too. My phone number is five seven five nine one zero zero three zero zero five seven five nine one zero zero three zero zero. Let me say it a little easier for you. 
Five seven five nine ten zero three hundred. Yes, sir. That's five seven five nine ten nine ten zero three hundred. One more time. Text immediately. Get this petition. Print out fifty. Whoever is listening to this, um, you know, I think we can probably get you somewhere between five hundred to a thousand petitions on this uh, interview. We've got to do a hell of a lot of follow up. Right now, people feel dejected. They don't feel inspired. They don't feel like they can change a whole lot. They don't feel like their voice matters. Uh, we had a lower turnout than what needed to be, I think. And we ran, we're essentially running the same candidates we ran 2020 and the Republican Party You're running as an independent. So I like to see this. Yes, and I think that this is, uh, this is very good. We're, we're up against it, especially when it comes to the land office. So much uh, uh, control, uh, so much influence, yet we have, when's the last time that we've actually controlled this? Uh, office. I think that would might have been Aubrey Dunn. Would be about the last time. The first two years of Aubrey's office, he did of Aubrey's uh, administration. He did pretty good. The last two years, it got it got pretty weird. Yeah, didn't he like flip? I think he flipped parties in the middle of all this stuff. So. I don't know if he hit yeah. his head or what. I'm not sure what yeah, happened. I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, what, he was going to run as a Republican when, and that was actually one of the deciding factors. A lot of guys that are supporting me. Second, they heard he was going to run. They started calling me. My nickname is Lead. Most people call me Lead. My name's Larry Marker, but most people call me Lead. It's the same. Oh, guy. Where, how'd that come? How'd that come about? When I was a baby, I was really fat and I was heavy and I was heavy as lead. But then I got real sick and skinny. And out throughout school, I was real sickly and skinny. I'm bigger now, obviously, and doing a lot better. You know, actually, hadn't been sick in a long time. But anyway, but I stayed dense, so that's why I'm. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty quite, dense. That is uh, as good of a nickname story as I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> <laughs> that was lead. Uh, then became Frockle. What's yeah. up, Frockle? How's it going? <laughs> Yeah. Put some meat on those bones. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, anyway, I got older, got some meat on my bones, and yeah, I stayed dense though, you know. So, and a lot of people spell it LED, and that's okay if they spell it like that. Then I know they got good taste in music. So. Oh, wow, that was that was insightful there. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go to LarryMarker.com. Good <laughs> Let, stuff. Da- uh, download the petition. Let's uh, let's take this position back. I, I can promise you, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a hand. I uh. I'm very qualified to do this job. I've got a lot of great ideas. I'm really excited about the position. I know what it's going to take to get the job done. Uh, and we need a fighter in this office. Actually, we need to be electing fighters, I think. We've elected enough nice guys and enough compromisers. We basically compromised our way of life right into oblivion. Uh, our, our way of life is threatened in every way possible. And, and you're I, now in Roswell? Yes, sir. I live in Roswell. I live just north of Roswell. Yes, sir. How did it force the July festivities out there, Larry? I mean, are you a believer? You believe? Um, Come on. <laughs> Give it to me. 47, summer of 47, yeah, the crash. Yeah. You know, that that brings a lot of money into Roswell. A lot of people believe in it, and, and yeah. that's okay. You know, I, yeah. I, I think that's fantastic. I'm, I'm not going to rain on anybody's parade on that one. They, it, it's it's interesting. It It brings a lot of a lot of notoriety to Roswell, and that's okay. You know, I, I would rather be known as something else. So if I told you I was a believer, you're not going to frown on me, are you? No, no, uh, not at all. Yeah. Not. I mean, they're, everybody's got their deal. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I love that. Stuff. Yes, that's sir. Good. Yeah, Roswell, uh, been tough. Uh, the uh, little, little, uh, I don't know, mini meanie uh, up on the fourth floor decided to have her shindig for the Democratic Party down in Roswell. Yeah. That's sort of like uh, sort of crapping on the, uh, you know, I don't know what 
what else to say, but that, that was, coming into yeah. your territory and then dividing Roswell three ways, that that ain't so nice, huh? Yeah, actually, I, what, what which district do you live in in, in the city of Roswell? Well, that, that, that's a sore subject because I was I was one of the precincts that got moved up to actually my my senator is going to come from up from Albuquerque up here. Oh, you're CD one, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the CD one. I actually. I filed a motion to intervene in that case, and I was in that case with the Republican Party there, Lovington, over in the the Fifth Judicial District. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the judge decided I was. He probably didn't want to hear me argue in court because <laughs> you sound so damn handsome and good. That's right. why. But I, with a voice like that, you should just be doing all the top of the hour broadcasts for us. You know, <laughs> tell people right now. I want you to tell people right now to listen to the Kiva here in Albuquerque. How do I tell people listen to the Kiva? You just Go tell ahead. them how you how Larry Market tells them you'd be a good hand if you listen to the Kiva. It'd be well, a well, if you, if you listen to the Kiva, I guarantee you're going to be informed and uh, and you're you're going to know what's going on. You're going to know the truth about what's going on. That's for sure. I don't know. That's why. <laughs> See, you would have been so influential. Like hordes of people would have ended up uh, getting behind you. So they tried to shut you out of court. Well, actually, they uh, they booted me out. We actually. What happened is they kept recusing. The judges started recusing themselves, but they were waiting like 20 days to recuse themselves. So I thought, you know, I've seen this game before, so I'm going to excuse one of them. So I excused one of them after he got appointed. He got appointed or he took the job. Basically, he got appointed. And then uh, he didn't do anything within 10 days, like set a hearing, and they were just trying to run the clock out. So I said, you know what, if he doesn't do anything in 10 days, I'm going to file a notice of excusal because as as a, a plaintiff and an intervening plaintiff, you actually have the, the ability to do that. So I did that. They replaced him, and then they figured out, you know what, these people figured out what we're doing. So every seven days, they started recusing themselves. Well, we got to our 14th or 13th judge, and finally the lawyers that the Republicans hired, they got a hold of the Supreme Court and said, hey, you got to do something. Well, by then it was too late to do anything. So we ended up with these three with these three funky redistricted maps that we have. I'm I'm basically in, in CD one, like you said. <clears throat> they split Roswell right down the middle. So our community of interest is 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 torn asunder, so to speak. Anyway, right before the hearing, the judge tossed me out because what I'm afraid is gonna happen is the Republicans are gonna lose heart. There's a surprise. The Republicans are going to lose. Are going to lose heart. I, I, gonna, I felt that that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to they're going to drop the case because they're going to say they're out of money or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then if I'm not there as an intervening party, then the deal's over. While I was there as an intervening party, they couldn't they couldn't uh, drop it because I would have had it on my own. I could win that case. I honestly, could the lawyers that the Republicans had can win it too. It's just, uh, this is New Mexico, and I don't know everything that goes on. I just know that I need to be elected as, yes, as you the do. state land commissioner. Yep. Yes, sir. I, w- I want my land commissioner to walk and talk to town just like you do, sir. And in all seriousness, uh, I appreciate uh, you deciding to go and throw your hat in the ring. Let's get this man some signatures. Let's help him out. All you have to do is go to LarryMarker.com. That's LarryMarker.com. And get that petition. Get it signed. Go do something useful with your time. If you're going to go to church, don't tell me you didn't carry a petition where you can get 25, 50 people to get it signed. He's got to get 14,000 plus signatures. Uh, that is not a small task. It's that never a, been done. It's actually never been done in New Mexico. Yeah, I doubt it has because it is not a small task. Uh, what about these churches? They're going to be uh, opening the doors for you, getting you in? 
I tell you, the Legacy Church has always been real helpful. Okay, good. Yes, yes. he's a good guy. Yeah. I know him well. So there and down go. there in Roswell, that church on the move, that's not the church that I go to, but the church on the move down there has always been real supportive. Okay. And tomorrow, i got to mention this again, or Ali's going to smack me, Ali Aningama here in Albuquerque. <laughs> I don't know how to say her last name. She's going to slap me now. I think it's, Al- <laughs> it's Ali Enema. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh now I'm really thing. in trouble. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I, what did I say? 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 She's got a me. She's listening to this too. I am oh, in trouble. She ain't okay, listening to this. Right. She's got to meet the candidate event, and it's oh, probably nice. going to be beat the candidate event tomorrow. Oh, she'll at, be fun she'll at be the Village Pizza Inn Corrales at in Corrales at four thirty. Uh, anyway, I appreciate as many people as possible coming by and signing that sucker. That'll save you th- the trouble from having to uh, to download it and all that. I would appreciate it. When I big- run for mayor of Albuquerque again, if I ever do that, I'm going to run out there myself. I'm just looking for someone to sign. Why don't you put on there? Why don't you put your John Hancock on there and sign that sucker? I mean, can you imagine? I want you to say that. I'm just going to run a commercial that says it just like that. Yes, sir. Well. Oh, we'll that's good that. stuff. I love you, man. You're 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 new, and I feel like God. You're just like, I don't know, Larry. You just uh, immediately, as the moment I heard your voice, I, I knew that something special to happen. Dad's got to be enjoying this interview as much as anything on the. I think he's enjoying. Uh, I love it a lot. His Espanola police blotter. Right. Uh, I love it a lot. I want to ask our, our future candidate here a question, Eddie, if I if I can. Um, oh, you got the you got the t- you got the floor. I, I just love to hear from an independent oil man because there's this ridiculous notion that people have, and it's spun by liberals and idiots and people and so-called environmentalists that you know big oil controls everything in the oil and gas and big crazy uh, greedy big big oils to blame for your high gas prices. The independents in this country, and uh, I'm just looking at their their latest study on this. So we're talking about the ind- large independent, mid-sized independent, smalls, uh, not Chevron, not ExxonMobil, not BP. They actually produce 83% uh, of the oil production in the United States. And I think something close to 90% of the natural gas in our country. And I just, could you talk a little bit about the the, the independent oil industry and, and what you folks do and the vital role you play? Uh, you guys aren't the villains here. You guys are actually heroes. Yes, sir. And in New Mexico, especially in New Mexico, this, uh, the sovereign wealth fund that we have, it's always been, it's always been big, but we built that basically on the, on the backs of, of the independent oil and gas producers for years and years. I'm, I've known a lot of hardworking men in my life. I've done a lot of different things, but I promise you the independent oil and gas producers are some of the hardest working men and women I've ever met. The, uh, New Mexico, when, when the United States was energy independent, crude was between 55 and $65 a barrel. We can live on that. We can live on that quite well, actually, if we could get a handle on the regulatory, the regulatory climate we have in New Mexico. Well, independents are happy at 55 to $65 a barrel. We can make a living at that. And when, when we were in control of the price, because in, in the United States, we are capitalists, we control the price with supply and demand. It's, it's, pretty, it's capitalism, supply and demand pretty basic stuff. Well, now that we're not in control of the price of oil with, with market and the, of, of supply and demand, crude's $120 a barrel. All you had to do to destroy the independent oil and gas producers is do exactly what they did. You place a moratorium 
on drilling on the federal land and production on the federal land, you start slow walking all of the permits. You start slow walking basically everything on state and federal land. And then pretty soon you're going to have guys like me going out of business. These people have basically destroyed everything I've built in my entire life. At one time I was making between 110 and 120 barrels a day. I'm down to about making three barrels a day. And it's all I can do to put enough gas in this little car I bought to run around, gather up enough signatures because I figured I want these people, once I get elected, I want them to look at each other when they're cleaning out their desk. And I want them to say, you know what? That's one bunch of people we probably should have left alone. And in particularly that guy. <laughs> so, uh, th- this is, this is a crusade. Not only am I, you know, there, there is some, some, some personal issues here, but I'm looking at a whole industry and I'm looking at thousands of people that are losing their way of life. And if, if you look at the bigger picture, and I don't believe I'm exaggerating, it's not just the small independent oil and gas producers or the mediums that we're trying to put out of business. It's all small businessmen. The United States is changing and it's changing drastically, and we are losing our way of life. Yeah, maybe people don't think the state land commissioner can do a lot, but I promise you I can do a lot with this, with this position, and I will stand my ground. There is no doubt. Never, never ever doubt that I, that I won't stand my ground. If somebody's qualified to, to be a city councilor, to be a school board member, whatever they're qualified to do, let's go do that because I really don't believe I pr- there's probably five. Uh-oh. You okay? Uh-oh, something happened here. Okay, can, can you hear me okay? I get it. We can hear you fine. What, what happened? Okay, things started sounding different. I thought oh, I lost yeah? everything. Yeah. My cell phone does that to me a lot. Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's the 5G. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, or the UFOs. It's yes, one or the other thing. Anyway, I kind of lost my train of thought there, and I got a little bit off on a rant, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I know you. I, I, I just, uh, Eddie, the, 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 I think what people might not get here is when, when you have the state that is the second leading producer of crude uh, and has just experienced phenomenal growth you know, in, in the fracking era, uh, the data I've got is this is a little old, but I think the numbers are pretty still pretty close. Uh, almost one in three, right around one in three barrels of oil in New Mexico, this is 2015, was produced on the state land, and about uh, a little over 20% of our natural gas was produced on state land. You're not just talking about when you're mismanaging this important office, when you're slow walking permits, and of course the feds do that too, but because New Mexico is the player that it never was before, number two in our country now in terms of producing oil, uh, you get somebody in that office who actually is not trying to destroy the oil and gas industry, somebody who's going to, while still doing the regulatory stuff and you know not, let, not letting anyone run wild, but uh, you know give these guys as much opportunity, as much freedom as they can to produce this oil, uh, you're talking about potentially having an impact on the international oil market. That's how big a player the United States is, and New Mexico is such a big player uh, in, in terms of our, our national production, this is this office is not just important for New Mexico. This office is important literally for the world. And and you're exactly right. New Mexico, the oil and gas producers in New Mexico are a target because of, of the amount of oil and gas that we produce here. That is why we're a target. Right now, the state of New Mexico has drawn about $120 million a month off of our state trust land. We should be drawn two to 220 million think what the state how much different the state of new mexico would be if we actually promoted and supported our mining industry if we promoted and supported our oil and gas industry all of our extractive industries i'm saying with the technology that we have now 
and, and what we know about how to produce oil and gas, how we can do a good job at it, how we can be clean. Our mining industry is the same way. <clears throat> the state of New Mexico has basically destroyed our mining industry. We're, we're running backwards, and for whatever reason, I don't know. I guess at the altar of, of environmental religion, well, I really have no con- idea. It's just being controlled by Washington, D.C. I mean, we do their bidding. Uh, Deborah Holland, you know, while everything was burning, I think she was probably talking more about, you know, restoring what uh, the murder rates uh, for Native peoples. And the uh, number. I mean, it's just very interesting, the, the angles that they take on anything. The, commis- the commitment to 2045 ETA. You know, that was straight out of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's playbook. You know, these are things that they are running from the federal government. And, yes. of course, you know, the Department of Interior directly handed off, uh, you know, to Deborah Holland. We, of course, had Manuel Lujan back in the day. You know, I think we are a, a bit of a Petri dish. And if we don't fight back, if we continue to just sort of lay down for all this, as you know, I mean, how easy is it to go across the border in southern uh, New Mexico to straight across to Texas and still drink from the uh, same milk, uh, oil milkshake that's down there, and then just move. And you know that uh, two counties, both Eddie and Lee counties, have both lost population over the last year and a half. They just don't have to put up with it. They won't put up with it. And uh, they love New Mexico, but nobody loves New Mexico so much as to tolerate the level of insanity of the policies uh, that have been coming uh, with this uh, quote unquote green new energy deals that have been coming in. And, you know, our commitment to, you know, not having a carbon footprint and, you know, other sort of ambitious things while well, our people suffer yeah. is just ridiculous. Well, people Mexico, need to understand oh, that sorry. education yeah. is paid for by your industry. Your oh, industry yes, directly pays for everything. I mean, yes, you're, you're probably personally funding probably, you know, a few hundred uh, kids on your own uh, here to get educated <laughs> in the state of Mexico. I hate to say it, but that's, uh, that's probably true. This is just absolutely ridiculous what we've done. And we punish people who do well we punish wealth we punish uh you know there's a we certainly have a high level of racism here in our state and let's not forget that we also punish people that have anything to do with the oil and gas industry in the state uh, as well so it is uh this unending thing that they have done on the left heinrich holland uh, uh, michelle Lujan grisham have all been leading the charge here in the state and we've got to do something to stop it and certainly the republicans haven't done everything in their power to stop it i, I did forget to uh to let people know that along with when they sign my nominating petition, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to mention this a while ago. A lot of the people that are working for me, out gathering signatures and stuff. They won't let me pay them. So what I came up with is I came up with an idea to have a participation award drawing. Oh, wow. Okay, what is that? <laughs> Who wins this and what do they get? Okay. Anybody that signs a nominating petition or provides five signature. If, if you sign the nominating petition, you're eligible to win this participation award. It's, I've got two awards. One non, of non-monetary, a, right? Well, one of them's $1,000 cash, and that, yeah. that is legal. Is it? Yes, sir. And then oh, okay. uh, the other one is a 30-30 lever action Henry rifle. Oh, I'll, yes, take, I'll take that all day long. Now, the reason yeah. I did the 30-30 thing is that's the play on the – see, the state of New Mexico has jumped on the federal government's 30-by-30 30 30 initiative to okay. uh, to remove 30% of our land and take it out of take it out of circulation. Anyway, 3030 should be a caliber, and it actually is. Anyway, uh, you will be registered to uh, to win to win one of these awards as a participant. Anybody that, that gathers uh, that provides five signatures, an additional five signatures, 
they'll actually be entered again in in that award drawing. Let's run some ads for you. Let's get you on the station. Let's get you going and uh, get, keep our people motivated. Yes, we need uh, to so do that. So that we can do that because you've got a long way to go and we got to throw everything we possibly can against the wall. And if you got a little bit of funds to do that, let's make that happen. So, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Larry Marker, uh, you're a gentleman. Uh, thank you, sir, for being here. Uh, I can't wait to see you get across to be the very first person to get on that state ballot this way. And let's help them get it done. I mean, this is exciting. I'm actually uh, very encouraged uh, by the fact that you think you can do it. And more importantly, that there are other people who are uh, putting on events that think also that you can do it. And that's important. So yes, sir. that's the start of everything. Larry Marker, thank you for being here. The website, LarryMarker.com, LarryMarker.com. That is one more time, LarryMarker.com. 575-910-0300. You know, you're dropping your digits at the bar. Hey, why don't you give me a call at 910-0300. I know you probably never say it that way. And you're you're probably uh, happily married and uh, good guys. You don't have to worry about saying anything like that. So there you go. Uh, D-Dowd Muska, let's hit our top five, shall we, of uh, Rock of Talk. Chat. I'm going to keep uh, these guys in here uh, while they uh, you read off your top five as found exclusively to the subscribers of rockoftalk.chat. Uh, yes, indeed, sir. Uh, you can, as uh, Again, 20 cents a day, folks. Rockoftalk.chat. You can get the Daily Blast loaded with information in your inbox seven days a week. Uh, most click number one was a great essay, Eddie, from the Brownstone Institute. An apology to the children of America. We oh. screwed up coronavirus so badly and caused you kids tremendous damage and we all you, you and i've known that for years wow. eddie but uh, more yeah. people are starting to, to realize that uh number two albuquerque raw the 76th homicide by their count uh in albuquerque uh, i'm sorry 60 67th i'm sorry 67th <laughs> um a homicide at a party not a very happy party for the person who didn't uh, who assumed room temperature uh number three uh the brits over there there's so many good british websites they are admiring america they are admiring our second amendment and the numbers are pretty clear black americans are arming themselves legally uh probably because we have a tremendous crime epidemic in this country and i think uh law-abiding good black folks should arm, them, arm themselves just like the rest of us uh, yeah. are arming ourselves uh uh, number four, uh, City of Albuquerque, there's an art display, uh, uh, community members' reflections on the pandemic, what we lost during the pandemic. But Tim Keller, you're one of the people who caused all the pain during the pandemic, so maybe you should come forward and admit that. Uh, and number five, the Federalist, a great essay, gender affirmation for minors is child abuse, not treatment. Uh, that's the most popular at the Rock of Talk uh, dot chat today, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe. There you go, folks. We're going to go ahead and delve right into a little bit of I Won't Back Down and a little bit of crowd surfing a little bit at the University of Florida, the end of the third quarter, if you ever pay attention to that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here. Back Monday, 4 p.m., right nearly right here in the Kiva, AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. Dragging me down